And another Friday is upon us. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Good to see you all. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for tuning in live, watching later on in the archives. However you're watching, thank you so much for being here. I'm Henrik, in case you're new, RedEyes.tv, RedEyesMembers.com. That's the websites. We go out to a number of places here. And uh, we did used to go out to YouTube a little bit. We had some burner account over there, but it was uh, slaughtered yesterday. So, you know, all taken down. We're very sad over here. We're uh, mourning another YouTube account. Uh, anyway, if you were tuning in that uh, way, of course, make sure that you uh, check out some of our other options. All links are on RedEyes.tv. You can go to you can go to Linktree slash RedEyes.tv. You can go to Campsite.bio slash RedEyes.tv. We get it. We're, we're all over the place. But you can watch on Odyssey, Rumble, almost a bit shoot. That's, uh, that's later on in the archives. They still don't have live streaming. But uh, anyway, we've got a number of places here today. So anyway, however you guys are tuning in. So uh, we have to talk about, uh, obviously, we're, we're day two into Pride Month here. But uh, as you all know, it's not Pride Month anymore. Uh, it's Pride Season. I've seen it's Pride Summer. I've seen it. It's, it's gone from, <laughs> from one month to three months, maybe now four or five months. Soon enough, it'll be the entire year, right? But there is actually... There is some pushback happening. I want to talk a little bit about that today uh, with our guest host who's here. Lana couldn't join us today. Uh, but we have uh, Alex the Furman's Toll or Alex uh, Vrind. I tried to pronounce it correctly. So <laughs> I'm not butchering that too yeah. much. How are you, Alex? Good to see you. Yeah, I'm, I'm good, Henrik. It's uh, great to be back on. And, um, you know, uh, Red Ice has uh, become one of my favorite uh, podcasts. So uh, pleasure to join you guys. And, yeah, uh, I had an interesting experience with uh, Pride season myself today. I already kind of told you about that. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, I was doing some work in a high school, and I got to uh, witness a uh, Pride parade in a high school. That was fun. Uh, my condolences. Yeah, you can't get away from it, right? No, so. I know it's it's everywhere. Yeah, well, we'll try to get you in better spirits here today because there is some pushback, as I said, and and it comes at a price. It's a little bit of a cringe thing, and kind of one of the points I want to try to hammer a little bit today is that it's great to see the initial pushback, but by any means, going back to normal, kind of like after the COVID stuff, right? That's not good enough. We can't just like, oh, let's go back to you know 2010 Target. That was great. Now all that shit is what paved the way to where we are now. We have to think bigger. We have to think further. And that pushback that we're seeing, that resistance, um, has to continue. Do not, do not stop for whatever you guys do. Keep going, you know. But anyway, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about that. A uh, little bit later on. Uh, guys, if you do want to join us today, you can super chat enterprise.live slash red eyes TV. I think that's up uh, and running. We uh, patched through uh, Rumble there today, so it should be working. Otherwise, if you don't like uh, Entropy, you can join us through Odyssey or Rumble. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that throughout the stream here today. Uh, if you want to support the show and, uh, you know, kind of uh, ha have your say, I guess. All right. So, anyway. Uh, how's things generally up in uh, Canada, though, Alex? I mean, my God, have we covered some lunacy up there <laughs> in the last couple of months? <laughs> I mean, it's it's not great. I can tell you that. I know you spoke, <laughs> you spoke with Jeremy recently, and he filled you in on a lot of what's going on. And uh, I, I mean, uh, since then, there's been quite a bit going down. I mean, it, it's there's I think there's two major issues that dominate the you know the the dissident right kind of talking points, uh, regardless of what country you're in. And it's the uh, LGBT, you know, nonstop tranny pedo agenda. And it's the, you know, relentless immigration. And uh, it seems like all the other problems kind of um, flow from those two, uh, you know, root causes. So, yeah, uh, you can't ignore either of them. And uh, it just keeps getting worse. Yeah, pride yeah. season. Yeah. Uh, pride season. It's, it's incredible. What is it? I, I have the you know, meme on the later, but yeah. yeah. Uh, the, we, the, we don't have baseball season in Canada anymore. We have Pride season. Th there you know, we go. We got rid of baseball, and we just now we just have Pride. <sighs> oh 
my God. Yeah. It's bad, folks. It is bad. It's, it's, it is. In fact, it, uh, this just kind of broke yesterday. Uh, the prime minister's office has taken down uh, Canadian flags and put, yes. put up that. in their place mm -hmm. these, um, you know, progressive flags or pride, whatever you, yeah. sodomy flags is what they are. That's true. And, and um, yeah, like, I, honestly, I'm not too upset about that. I think uh, the prime minister should put that flag up. It represents him better than the Canadian flag does anyway. So I'm perfectly fine with it. If he wants to fly it over his office, that makes perfect sense to me. So, yeah, you know, it's a more accurate representation of who he is anyway. So, yeah, and, and where his allegiance lie. And, and keep in mind, yeah. too, I mean, it's like you, you can kind of say it's kind of like childish or whatever you want to say. But there's a reason why militaries, when they take over a territory, they hoist their flag on their government buildings and like it, that. It, it's warfare. I mean, people have a you know the oh. game like capture the flag, or whatever. But like, if your flag is flying, that that means you got control of that area. It's a this is war. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, it, it lumps into everything. This is what they do uh, constantly. It's an attack on the public psyche. The in the 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 psychology of the public space, right? It's why they need to post these everywhere. You can't walk into a restaurant. You can't you can't cross the street without walking over a, a pride flag now. So. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I I was of the opinion a, a while back that I I mean in the context of the global homo agenda, I mean obviously this is the homo part of the global homo, but um, to to me it, it, there there's something deeper here, which is um, you know the progressive flag is the same in Canada as it is in the United States as it is in you know the UK. Is there's there's no Canadian gay flag, right? It's it's, right. The, it's International. just a gay flag. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. It, it's it very much ties in with this kind of push uh, to um, undermine nationalism while pushing a supranational kind of identity. This overarching, like you know, it, yes. if you're gay in America, you know, you have you have this shared cause with um, you know Canadian gay people or, or whatever it is, or trannies, right? You're like, um, it undermines nationalism, uh, you know, to, to push a supranational global identity. So, yeah, it, it, it absolutely. There's a reason they raise them over military bases and and uh, government buildings and institutions. hundred percent. Absolutely. It's the to total warfare. That's what it is. Uh, so, but yeah, we have a couple of items I want to try to squeeze in before we kind of extend on this topic a little bit. And again, Look at some of the crazy stuff that's been happening, but also some of the pushback against this, which is, which is good. Let me just clear these super chats off real quick here, folks, and then we get kind of get into it here. Uh, we have Cut Free Zone. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well. Says, uh, Thanks for keeping up the awesome work. Hope to be visiting your area sometime end of summer. Let us know. Always uh, good to see you. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate you. Hope you're doing well. Dog Whistler says, uh, love our Canadian co-host. This time of year, I celebrate dancing around the Maypole, not the drag queen stripper pole. That's right. We do have. It is weird, though. The, even I caught in that sometimes. May poll. It's well, we have it in June, right? So it should be June poll. That's why I said midsummer's poll. But uh, that's yeah. true. Is there is there a midsummer tradition in Canada? Would you say? Uh, I mean, there there are people who celebrate it, but there's there's no real official or, or you know kind of institutionalized celebration oh, no. of you know, right. the solstice. That kind of, thing. <laughs> no, of course yeah. not. No, <laughs> obviously not. Right. I mean. Uh, <laughs> If, the, if it is, it's become gay. So <laughs> Exactly. They've twisted it somehow. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, thank you, guys. We have a couple here from uh, over on Odyssey as well. Uh, maybe next time says, if gender dys dysmorphia exists, uh, does not imply 
the body can be possessed by demons as well. What if someone feels that they have been invaded? I have location dysmorphia. I don't feel like I belong on this godforsaken planet. I mean, you can make up anything as far as I... I mean, it was that clip we played of that one guy. Obviously, it was like some conservative politician running and he identified as a woman of... a lesbian woman of color or something like that. But all of a sudden, he was this like... No, no, that you can't do this. This is not genuine. Like, where do you draw? Where do you draw the line? You can just come up with anything reasonably. It, it's shocking too, Rick, because that was that was a very funny troll and like very well done. Um, you know, didn't didn't uh, you know shame or humiliate himself by doing so? You know, just that he didn't get in any outfits or get up. He just decided like I'm gonna just say that I am this thing. Yeah, it was very well done by that. He, he was a councilman from Indiana, right? Something like that, I think. Yeah, 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 but um. But yeah, uh, it's uh, it goes on and on and on and on. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think the, I think the, it is good to troll the whole like the, this whole movement, oh, though. I mean, you you just like drive any accelerationism like on the <laughs> LGBTQ front. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean the, the real accelerationists are obviously them, and they, they call us accelerationists for pointing out what they're doing. Uh, I, I I don't know. We, that's the label that gets slapped on uh, you know the diagonal plat army kind of sphere a lot is the the accelerationist because we just simply say like let them let them keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, point it out. Obviously, you, you know you have to you have to oppose it at least nominally. You know throw up the banner, so to speak, throw up the flag so that people will rally against it. But ultimately, you know, I, I like to say that nobody has red pilled more people in Canada than Justin Trudeau. Like in right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, his, his actions have, have done more to uh, change politics in this country than any, you know, conservative politician has by a long shot. Oh, exactly. Absolutely. <clears throat> so I wanted to, um, Oh, we have one more here. Uh, Kuning Draugr. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but that's how that's how I do it. Draugr. It's a great name. Uh, great to see you guys on the same stream. It gives me hope for the future. Well, there you go. It's a fu- future uh, future state is going to be forming, I guess. So bleeding over to the Canadian border there somewhere. We're kind of in a general uh, general area here. Well, you guys got it down with the diagonal thing, obviously, but I'm not sure we'll go. I'm not sure we'll go all the way down to Florida, though. To be honest. To be honest, as things are going down there, but it's they're, they're on a good path, but uh, definitely not hundred uh, percent there yet. You know, I I mean, yeah, the, that was the the joke, right? But I mean, ultimately, yeah, there there is some truth to the whole diagonal. That's why it's stuck as a meme, right? Because there is like I have more in common with uh, you know conservative Americans than I do with my libtard Canadian uh, you know compatriots here i have nothing in common with these people right there's there's more in common between alberta and idaho or montana than there is between alberta and uh ontario at this point uh, exactly or, or even british columbia you know what i mean like the yeah. the differences between british columbia and alberta are the same as the differences between say um washington and uh idaho a massive right and, and even to the extent too like uh you know you guys have this greater idaho movement where the rural areas of what is it washington and oregon or is it just yeah, Oregon? Yeah, uh, it depends on like where you do the cutoff point. I guess that there's been proposals even like into parts of Northern California and stuff like that. But uh, for now, it's into yeah, yeah it's into Washington primarily uh, and some counties in Oregon as well. Yeah, but I mean it's the same thing here. So in, in BC, the interior of BC, the mountain regions of BC are very conservative. Yeah, um, and and Alberta is very conservative. But I mean it, it's really a rural urban thing, right? We, we just had yeah. an election here in Alberta. And, uh, you know, the cities went full, like in, in Alberta, there's really only two parties. I mean, we have a multi-party system, obviously in Canada, but really there's only two competing parties. 
Um, one is a fake conservative kind of, you know, center right party. And the other is full blown commie and the full blown commies, you know, took uh, Calgary and Edmonton, the two biggest, you know, mil- million person plus cities in Canada or sorry, oh, in Alberta. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but all the urban, uh, all the rural ridings went, uh, you know, conservative. And, uh, yeah. you know, there's even a separatist movement here, um, you know, because I but it, it's a rural urban thing more than anything. So, it, it is. I, I made a meme about this the other day. Um you know, the, the cities are new poll finds studies. Uh, new poll finds that cities are full of gay communists. There you go. That was that was the result of that poll. If you, all, all the gay commies live in the cities. Wasn't like, something if you move why. there, you might become one, too, or so, uh, something like that, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the extension yeah, yeah. on it. Uh, it's true. Well, I mean, again, that's why they're, of course, busing loads of, of migrants into even rural and urban areas, uh, rural areas now and out of the countryside to try to take over those areas, too. At least, you know, electorally uh, and then eventually demographically as well. It's, it's, it's a war, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, I I travel a lot for work all over Alberta, rural, you know, the cities uh, all over the place, right? And yeah, it's more and more obvious that they are strategically placing these, uh, you know, the seven hundred thousand immigrants that Canada had last year, legal ones. That was the legal ones. Um, it's insane. In, into rural areas, um, you're noticing it. Uh, like I, for example, I just mentioned that I I work in schools uh, fairly often and. Uh, no, not not long ago, I was in a school where they had Arabic signs uh, in the school, like like not just like, you know, the the standard, uh, you know, hello greetings where they have like all the international ones. Right. But like actually, you know, signs in the washrooms for like, you know, how to uh, where to wash for prayer and stuff like that oh, in rural Alberta, geez. which is crazy. Oh, man. And, you know, it's like oh, this yeah. it's this overkill that everyone like. You know, they want to accommodate and, you know, the, <laughs> it doesn't mean it's complete. But it is like from the government's view, like it's the, it's a top down, uh, you know, enforcement Absolutely. of these kinds of things. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, like we had a like I said, we have full blown commies and we have a, a lukewarm fake conservatives. And uh, not not too long ago, a couple months ago, the the full blown commies were asking why Alberta doesn't have a Somali curriculum in school. Like we need a Somalian curriculum in our in our schools and it's you know somalians make up i, I don't know point zero four percent of the population it's like maybe we don't have somalian curriculum because i don't know we're alberta and it's not fucking somalia how about yeah, that i know it's not uh, hard it's not hard then, yeah it's it's a, one of those weird things at the, at the end of the day it's like in a way, it's it's good that they kind of remain in their own bubble. You know what I mean? It, it, in one way, look, I I get all the argumentation with like let's integrate these people and like if they're in our countries, why don't they respect us and our customs and all these kinds of things? But but in, in the long run, I think it's I think it's better that they do see themselves as separate uh, because it's obviously that this is like not going to work long term, and so maybe then at least it will be easier to do some kind of like okay, you know, either you guys, you know, you go home or or at least for now you're over there and we're here kind of thing. Because as I've said yes. many times before, like I, I ultimately I don't care about the lines, you know, on the map in terms of borders. I care more about like the preservation of our of our people that we remain who we yeah. are. You know what I mean? That's the pr- number one priority. After that, we can sort out the details later on. But if we lose that, it, it's all over. You know, hundred hundred percent. I've I've come around to that way of thinking too. There's no point in trying. I mean, I I don't think they really do integrate. Anyways, I think the first no, they wave no. integrate. Like you know, the first few percent will try and integrate. You know, the one, two, three percent of the population. Then mm-hmm. whenever they hit five, you start realizing that uh, they don't integrate anymore at all. They no. don't even try to. No, exactly. Uh, Dog officer said, uh, "Do you hear that Justin Trudeau is now talk- taking 
benefits med medical uh, sieve, yeah for veterans and pensions if you're too red pilled is that true yeah jeremy lost this uh, which i again there was no reason given i, I don't again i don't know what the criteria are for for receiving this but i i, I assume you can't just <laughs> you're not supposed to just lose it like that but of course he did right yeah, Jer Jeremy's a veteran. He has a pension. He has, you know, benefits for life. Um, he earned it. He he worked for the, I mean, obviously he went through hell in Afghanistan and lost a lot of friends and stuff. And, you know, the, yeah, there, there is no reason given that the truth is they can't give a reason because the reason yeah. is they want to punish him. That's the reason. That's right. They That's can't right. say that. So they won't give a reason. That is correct. It's absolutely sick. It's going to turn around at some point here. I want to begin with well, this one, uh, actually, it's not, this is the follow-up article. Let me do this one first. So here's the uh, screenshots. Why waking up early is rooted in white supremacy. <laughs> and first of all, it's like, wait a minute, this has to be, this has to be a joke, right? I looked in it, kind of Anthony Bernardi looks kind of photoshopped a little bit or whatever. But as I was going through it, m many of these troll accounts, this was published on Medium. Many of these troll accounts have actually gotten banned. And this one has not. And it, there's a, a, a ample amount of articles on there. So I'm like, it probably isn't fake, to be honest. It says here, the notion of waking up early and starting your day with the rising sun is often associated with productivity, success, and a strong work ethic. However, this seemingly innocuous concept is not without its historical and cultural implications. In this article, we will explore the origins of the early rising narrative and how it's rooted in white supremacy, contributing to the perpetuation of racial inequalities. <laughs> and it's like, he's not the first guy who's, you know, shot this one off. I tried to find the screenshot, but it was like something with the National African American Muse History Museum or something a while ago. It was like all these properties, which like we associate with like positive, you know, good working on time, you know, moral uh, reading well, all these things. It was like all of it is just white supremacy. And it was like you take a step back and it's like, wait a minute, this is not this is not me saying this. This is them now saying that all those attributes which we consider to be positive is white supremacy. And it's like, all right, I'll just I'll let you handle this one for the, in terms of how they're seeing this and like, all right, you yeah, I'm not going to you know, I'm not going to let you uh, put those words in my mouth. You're you just said it. it's like, all right, one for us, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I mean, I, I guess our birds, white supremacists, then they get up early. I mean, like what? And anything, what isn't white it, it, it starts to make more sense whenever you stop looking at it like it's they they actually believe it and you start realizing that it's really just you know a, a demolition campaign a, a deconstructivist effort to dismantle every aspect of society that makes any <laughs> sense at all that makes it work when you, when you, yeah yeah and then you realize it's not i mean sure it's an attack on white people too uh, on top of it this is you know that's a linchpin in in like bringing about a collapse essentially of society but you realize that collapse is for control purposes like you if you you know dismantle it you you deconstruct it you uh you you create chaos that's going to be your best opportunity to rearrange things as you want it and then restore the order kind of thing and i would think we're right we're right in that like their their attempt to create as much chaos as they possibly can and so associating positive traits that makes things work and function with a negative so something we all can agree on right white supremacy it's bad okay well then i have to go in the opposite direction it's of course going to lead yeah. to complete uh downfall of civilization eventually <laughs> yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it yeah hate crime um, am this is a good uh, meme here about this uh yeah. <laughs> waking up for a hate crime right away um but he said I'm currently the target of an alt-right harassment campaign 
Thanks, Elon Musk. And it's a lot of this. I've noticed a tremendous amount, a slew of articles kind of like something is happening on Twitter. And it's all this like this is Elon Musk's fault because he's not shutting these people down. <laughs> it's hilarious. It, like they, they don't want to they don't want any accountability. They don't want to like I, I mean, we've been through this before. I think you covered it a little bit recently, right? The Rachel Gilmore stuff. And like, you know, we've had, you know, the Platt Army diet. We've had our run ins with, you know, a journalist on Twitter. And um, it's the worst thing they can possibly imagine uh, yeah. that being held accountable or just somebody disagreeing with them and, and not, oh, yeah. uh, you know. So, yeah, I, it doesn't surprise me. But again, too, it's like Elon Musk, he's, he's not even it's not like he's uh, bolstering these people. He's just I, I used this analogy recently. It's like I don't I think Elon Musk is probably chaotic. Good. I don't think he's on our side, but he's he, he's doing things that are causing, you know, chaos in a sense that it, it's beneficial to us. Where it's like you know we're just allowed to, to to play the game again, and it's basically like imagine if you're playing a game of hockey and the referee is just constantly you know calling penalties against you, offsides, you know, constantly like just completely biased to the other side, and then a new referee comes along and he starts calling it Judging the game fairly. fairly, and people yeah. go, oh man, this ref is so great, he's way he's totally on our team, he's so based. <laughs> Like no, no yeah. he's just calling the game fairly again, and and even still, I, look look at all the people that have been nuked. On oh, this like, exactly. No, there's there's still problems. Yeah. It's it's in fact it's the bar is. I've said it so many times, but the bar is so low that just like the basic rudimentary level of like doing something that's like at least attempting to be somewhat fair is like it's well, that's that's a exactly. genocide according to the other side. That's it's a mass slaughter. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. um, but. Um, no, the time issue. We will. Uh, I'll see if I can find those later on. But that's a hilarious. The the, uh, the museum that released them. I forget which groups it was, but it's like all these positive traits. And like, all right, okay, you you said it. Um, let me fire off a couple of quick ones right here. Some great, some great stuff, you guys. A little reminder. This is a Scott Adams segment here, right? Man accused of raping woman as she fed baby in Nashville Park. You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't talk about the nicest people, right? <clears throat> Shilling moment. Jobless loser stalker. Uh, stalked his ex-girlfriend before butchering her with a kitchen knife in an alleyway. Whoops. Uh, and then we have a couple of videos here for you guys, too. Welcome to London. I'm not sure you've seen this one. Let's uh, let's check this one yeah. out. Here. <laughs> just the struggle there. Just thinking, it, this goes on for like a few minutes, I think, and eventually they end up like underneath the bus or something like that. Uh, and of course, the the British police is totally neutered. How about the Canadian? They have they have some weapons on them, though, right? Don't they? Are they armed? Oh yeah, Canadian. I mean, they carry sidearms and they have uh, basically a, a, an AR-15 variant that they they carry in their their vehicles. So yeah. There you go. So they can but, at least. Uh, yeah. But that, they they just use that against you, <laughs> against white people. I mean, against the yeah. Canadian, the original Canadian population, right? Uh, I oh, mean, yeah. they, they carry them. Obviously, obviously, Canada has a very high gun ownership rate per capita. I think it's seventh in the world in terms of gun ownership. Like we we do have a lot of firearms, but they're all owned. Or, I mean, the vast majority of them are owned legally, and you know, gun owners are. 
um, among the lowest demographic for committing crimes. Like they're the most uh, peaceful, you know, non-criminal class in society. So there's there's really not that much issues with gun violence in Canada, except for when you get into the inner cities and stuff like of that. Of course. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's been a couple of those like just brutal you linked one up but I, I didn't want to include it but like the honor killing in toronto like this woman lying in the like some you know some waterway or something a little pool dam yeah, or something it was it was actually i i had mistaken that some well somebody else had said it was toronto it was actually it's a city close to toronto it's, it's called brampton which mm -hmm. i think you you had in the notes uh, uh a video from brampton as well it's 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 brown town like it's 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 people call it bramladesh they call it you know little india it's it's entirely brown yeah. It's it's well known for this in Canada. So right. it's basically as if uh, they they took a city, lifted it up out of India, and just dropped it in Ontario. Basically. Oh my god! And it's working so, so well, right? And then you had that one oh, guy yeah. who was slashed up by a knife outside of a what was it a Starbucks or something, right? Uh, yeah, Starbucks. You know, ki killed with a kerpon, and uh, that guy's out on bail. And uh, <laughs> of course he is. He was out on bail less than 48 hours after it happened, and I'm sure he's still allowed to carry his kerpon because, I mean, you know, religious freedom. Uh, but, you know, we have you just juxtapose that against, you know, there's there's four political prisoners still sitting in jail. They've been there yeah. for uh, almost a year and a half from the Coots protests who committed no acts of violence. Literally not a single person was injured at all. And they're still in prison yeah. um, for, you know safety or something they they hate us that, that, that's what this is about here yep. is uh here's ontario uh public transportation now was it, oh yeah this exactly there, there's brampton right there right yeah uh yeah, they exactly. it was one shot footage too i i think it was in canada right the woman just fires off a firework inside of the the bus or whatever <laughs> was that canada was that that was canada yeah that was toronto oh that yeah. was toronto okay there you go yeah so, so it doesn't matter where you go you get the same uh here we go look at this folks here's here's canada the, the Great White North, right here. <laughs> Just a little slice, a little yeah. slice, a little sample of uh, how wonderful it is. With isn't this great? It's just so much better. Just lifting these paper, as you said, straight out of their own environment and putting them just in in Canada. <laughs> Well, this is kind of what I was getting at earlier when I said, like, you know, the first, you know, one or two percent that come over, uh, you know, they, they might try to assimilate. They do. But like it, it's it's like this all over. There's like little cities that are like this. Right. So there's obviously Brampton. And then if you go to B.C., I think it's Surrey. That is also like this. And, you know, if you go to R Richmond, B.C., it's all Chinese. Like it, it ends up becoming just transplanted, you know. It's just nominally on Canadian soil. There's nothing yeah, Canadian no. about it anymore. No, no, and definitely you, not. Yeah, you say Great White North. It's not so great, and it's not so <clears throat> white anymore. So. No, uh, it, it's <laughs> it's incredible how much they have been able to get away with so far. But again, I I, I do believe uh, this resistance is building, and it's going to be uh, harder and harder for them. Uh, to continue, I think, of this path. But they, I, I think they want to inflict as much damage as possible in, in as short of a time as possible. And, uh, of course, so this is just, well, they're just there, you know, kind of thing. But obviously, in the wake of this, as you said, you have a maybe a first generation, and actually, we have a clip on that later that kind of underlines that point. We'll get to that later. But the first generation, the first few people that can come in, they can be, you know, somewhat kind of um, excited about coming to the country, right? They're like, yeah, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get to work and whatever they, you know, whatever they want to do. Not, not everyone, obviously, but like, 
the, the problem, as you said, is usually, not always, but usually it's like second, third, uh, even fourth generation that like they feel more out of place than even these the, their parents or grandparents that came into the country. And so, of course, you, you de- develop a, a permanent uh, black market, kind of like an underground movement, a way for them to make money outside of the system and things like that. Uh, which means then that it, the net effect of immigration uh, causing and, and, and we're importing tons of crime essentially into the country. His Denmark is that one of those countries that have pretty good statistics in regards to this. Uh, it says here, not all countries have formal population register. However, Scandinavian countries in particular are well regarded in this respect, having government databases storing comprehensive and high quality data of the full populations. Denmark is especially interesting because it's the only Scandinavian country that have proper, properly quantified the net fiscal impact of immigration based on registered data. And this article is kind of long and goes into that. Uh, but uh, it, when you talk about the crime thing, it was kind of interesting. Here's the chart. It's somewhat small. I can try to zoom in here a little bit. Obviously, what we're interested in is the, the very top of this chart. So let me pull that up here. Uh, violent crime conviction rate in Denmark by na- uh, nation of origin. And this is a 11 year period from 2010 to 2021 or 2021. Uh, not adjusted for age or sex. Uh, and as you can see there, all the top representatives here in terms of violent crime, right? Kuwait, Tunisia, Lebanon, Somalia, Jordan, Uganda, Morocco, Iraq, Algeria, and then we have Yugoslavia. Look at that. <laughs> Ethiopia, Serbia, Montenegro, Egypt, Iran. You you get the point. This is like uh, not very well represented by Europeans here on this chart. I'm I'm surprised Israel is that high on the list there. Isn't that you know, interesting? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good uh, this is a good catch. I didn't is catch that. that. Are, when they say Israel, though, do they mean Palestinians? Maybe that's what they mean. <laughs> Maybe, that's true. I'm not sure. I guess since technically they're not like what officially recognized statehood or something like that. Uh, yeah. Maybe they maybe that would be Palestinians or something. Uh, but anyway, so, so obviously, and this is no surprise to, to to you guys out there. But but it's good to kind of underline this, right? You had a thing. In Germany, and we'll talk a little bit more about Germany in a bit here too. Um, foreigners account for 50% of gang rapes in Germany, defying population ratio, which is, and frankly, I think it's it's probably more than that as well. The way they do it statistically is to say, well, if they were born, uh, you know, in Germany, but to immigrant parents, then then they're considered fully German. Sweden does the same thing, right? They some cases they have like a first generation immigrant, but then by by second or third they just drop that altogether. Uh, I, I forget how exactly how many on average there is. Um, okay, here, okay, so here's a slice in, from 2022. Germany witnessed an alarming total of 789 gang rapes, and almost almost 800 gang rapes. I doubt 400 of those are by ethnic Germans. I mean, what do you think? I think that's cra- that's what two gang rapes a day, or more than like two. 2.2, 2.25 gang rapes a day. Two assaults per day or 15 per week. These shocking figures represent a distressing new record, surpassing the 677 cases reported in 2021. And then it's, and again, it's just gone up and up and up and up. And this is, you can't, you can't just keep this up. I mean, this is unsustainable. You know I mean? Like, and everyone knows that. This is why AFD is on the rise. This is why nationalistic parties all over Europe uh, and, and same similar tendencies in America and Canada are, is on the rise too. People are sick of this, you know? Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, like, look at what, like, 
it's shocking too. I mean, you just mentioned AFD. I'm sure you've seen this. So there was, you know, one of AFD's politician had an assassination attempt on their life. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. A, I, yep. think it was, I think they said Iraqi migrants tried to kill him. And, and the reason why they said that is because they kept referring to these, uh, to AFD and to um, uh, this politician as a quote Nazi, right? Yes. And, and so that makes them, you know, fair target. You should kill them because they're quote Nazi when in reality, it's like, how are they the extremists, right? Yeah, and people juxtapose this, uh, you know, off of each other. Yeah, They're just I, like, I made this. It, you, there you go. <laughs> Thanks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well done. Uh, it, it's like AFD is now like under state surveillance, essentially, for merely just existing. <laughs> you know what I mean? While there's obvious targets. And by the way, we'll get to a gruesome story in a little bit here uh, of this uh, Antifa network. We actually got a conviction of one of them, Lena Engel. Uh, just a few days ago, and so there's been riots by Antifa's in Germany. But again, it's like, do you? Do, I mean, why do people think this is why? Why is AfD on the right? This is not a mystery here. It's like all, even all the European leaders who like continuously uh, whine about this of like, oh, the rise of na nationalism is bad and stuff like that. And I mean, you could just argue, well, like you're you you did that. You're, you're all the things that you're doing is the reason why people are opposing all your bullshit. I mean, it's it's twofold. You're the ones that destroyed and you're the ones that made nationalism a dirty word to begin with. And now you're mad that there's a resurgence of it because, you know, people toned it down. They weren't so, you know, ultra nationalistic because of your policies. And then now there's a desire to see a resurgence of it because of your other policies. Like, yeah, the, the, I, I, yeah, I mean, national I, I was going to like. I don't even like the word conservative anymore. Like nationalist no, no. is the word. Yeah, I, 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 I don't even want to be associated with these cucks that call themselves conservatives at no, this point. Th it, there's it, nothing there. Right? It, you look at the latest LGBTQ stuff and even like Uganda going their own way, all these conservatives like yeah. sanctions now, you know, kind of things like, really, is this all you is this all you have? <laughs> uh, just another one. You remember all the stuff about bike care and just non international rather news on this for days and days and days are end investigations, blah, blah, blah. Here we have almost Germany alone. That's not even talking about Sweden or England or Ireland or you know, Canada, America, whatever. Just in Germany alone. And, and it's like 800. And they, there's hardly, there's no wider really discussion, even just an overarching, not even like let's hone in on this case and really specify the horrific details in this and talk about what the reason is for this and how do we stop it? No, there's nothing like that whatsoever. Um, and I, I think, yeah, go ahead, uh, Alex. So it's it's shocking too because if you go back to you know 2015 20 the the Me Too movement right and they were so concerned with rape statistics for a couple of years and then people started actually talking about the statistics and you know where the rapes are coming from then it got very hush hush all yes. of a sudden whenever you know the the stats were actually analyzed they didn't want to really dig into that anymore now they want to bury the you know they, they don't uh, it's not about feminism it's not about you know protecting women it, it's just uh, you know another way to dismantle. Uh, white Western society, uh, and this is just a convenient way to do it. So uh, they, they'll cover up what they need to, and they'll, exp you know, they'll they'll shine the light where they need to uh, if it helps destroy it, and then they'll cover it up whenever it's no longer a convenient thing to talk about. So. Yeah, and they're not ashamed of lying; they just lie in front of your face, and that's it. Oh. They they don't care. Oh, hypocrisy, double standard! Like they laughing in our yeah, faces. Exactly. <laughs> they don't know. That's not about that. They don't give a shit. Uh, yeah, here's a tweet here from uh, Ira Christophson. There's a video of a German girl being humiliated and sexually assaulted in the streets of Munich by five Arab men. The media in my country never covered it. Of course not. You remember the, there was 
one in Austria a while ago. Oh, is this? I can't. Okay, I can't open that. It was a Telegram post. Uh, anyway, Arminius News uh, published that. It's a great. It's a it's a great uh, channel too. Oh, on Telegram and on Twitter, Arminius News. Yeah. Yep. Uh, here's and of course, and, and then we just you know switch over to what actually European men are uh, involved in, <coughs> as as opposed to like actually pushing back against says, Let's fight with each other over sports ball. Check this out here. And again, this is just one slice and sample, right? But I mean. Is that Regensdorf? What is the sound is back there? I think I think this might be in it might be in Germany. In, no, there's something somewhere else. Okay. Oh, anyway, the point is, is Europeans, uh, you know, all these football uh, football hooligans and stuff. They're like, where are they? Are they not waking up to any of this stuff? There's like tons of people there. If you look at, I've seen some, uh, what was it, the ultras or something. I mean, they, they're obviously a little bit more <laughs> hardcore. But I'm saying there's other sports gr- like uh, teams, like supporter groups, and and yeah, they call them hooligans, right? In, in yeah. some countries, and you look at like the spectators and stuff. Uh, the arenas where they they play, and it's just a, an ocean of like young, for the most part, younger, fit white men, and it's just like an, a virtual army of people. And it's like, where are they gonna? Are they gonna like oppose anything that's happening? I know there was this hardcore push to try to get uh, PC terminology and anti-racism, which basically is euphemism for like anti-nationalism, into these football teams and supporter clubs and stuff like that to get them to like not go down the route of of turning right wing and it's been partially successful i think in some uh, instances but they fight with each other like crazy <laughs> you know what i mean that's what's so absurd about yeah. it it is it's i mean it's it's obviously different in uh, europe than it is in north america we don't really have that same kind of culture but i think you um played uh, some of these videos of uh, you know the nhl playoffs had kicked off and it, like you listen to these guys uh on on camera talking about or you know basically just they're euphoric about oh the dedication like, oh yeah it's, yeah they, it's it's like the most excited they've ever been about anything in their lives and yeah. it's it's a game guys it's a it's a game where you know 20 something year old millionaires slap a puck around yeah it's fun but it, yeah i mean it, it happened during the the pandemic um you know the montreal canadians were they went to uh, the conference finals in the nhl and then they lost and uh, their fans rioted. Right, there's riots. Montreal. Yeah, remember Vancouver when they lost? Holy shit! Yeah, remember exactly. That, what, it was like it, a few years ago now, but uh, you know, in in the context of the lockdowns, it's like your government has kept you in your homes for, I think it was like a year and a half at that point, yeah. or just over a year. And this is what you want to ride? They, they flip cop cars. You're <laughs> flipping cop cars because your sports ball team lost. But you're you're perfectly fine with the government, you know, basically closing your businesses, locking you in your homes, um, requiring you, you know, to wear uh, PPE everywhere you go, and and putting cur- there was curfews in Quebec, like all of these things. Like this is what you're going to ride over. Yes, the the, the, the sports. Yeah, man, they, they've done a great job with the oh, the psyop on on these people on the sports it's- stuff. Oh yeah, incredible. Yeah. Um, if we just got ten percent of the excitement that they put to like things such as how we're being replaced and like actually looking out for your nation, we'd be. We'd be we'd be pretty good now, I think. I mean, not, not oh, I, ideal, but we'd be in a good direction, much more so than than we are now. You know, it's one of these things where you know. So the uh, we had all the pride nights for for God. The Calgary was it? No, it wasn't Calgary. The Toronto Maple Leafs 
had a drag show intermission. (laughs) Poor Derek, Derek Rance. He went to his first Toronto Maple Leafs game and it was their pride night and they they had drag shows. He just wanted to watch a hockey game, right? (laughs) Yeah, to get away from it all, right? (laughs) In a way then, that is good. Like, thank you for doing that, right? I mean, again, it's it's they're doing the job for us in many regards. Well, that's exactly it. It's like, uh, again, there's, there's nothing that is getting people more up in arms. Like, I, good, when Bud Light does the deal, good, I'm glad because oh, yeah. Bud Light is a terrible brand. Yes, uh, Anheuser Busch can you know, you know, kick rocks. Piss. Yeah, like uh, why, why are you drinking that anyways? That's Shouldn't. good. I'm I'm glad. Uh, it's too bad that uh, apparently everybody switched to Modelo, right? Just another Anheuser Busch brand. Yeah, I... But like, like uh, whenever I saw that, I was like, good. And whenever I see them, uh, you know, the the Target stuff, I'm like, good. Don't yeah, shop yeah. at Targets. No. Like whenever I see them do this with the NHL, it's like, good. Stop watching. Like this is good. Like yeah. Let let them keep. Th- they're they're going too far. Let them do it. You don't you don't have to try and get them to stop. Right. No, definitely. Not. Um, when your enemy makes a mistake, don't interrupt them. As the saying goes. Yeah. Uh, Steve, Ro- I think it's Robitaille. I think that's how I pronounce it. Uh, 1976 says, "Thanks for having Alex on your show. We'll, we'll we're glad he's here." Thank you, Steve. Appreciate that. Uh, Archie says, I remember when Ukrainians uh, was normally uh, normally heard in the streets of Dopin, uh, Dopin, is that what it's called? Manitoba. I am told that these days a person will hear a lot of Punjab and the like. The A&W restaurants there is like Apu's Quickie Mart. And you, uh, there's some references there you, are, you will get, I, I assume. Yeah, this could be. <laughs> A and W's uh, like you know it's it, it's a McDonald it's a good version of like McDonald's it's a oh, much okay. higher quality and whatnot right I don't know what the comparison would be in the states I don't know if they have it in the states but you know it's just like a it's a decent brand or that hasn't gone yeah it hasn't gone super woke I mean it's all right. run and staffed by immigrants that's what he's getting at there right the, yeah the the Punjab but I mean otherwise it's a it's a decent brand that. You know they have their burgers are it's called the burger family and this is a this is a barometer i have for whenever canada really goes off a cliff because it's a nuclear white family that like you know they, they use as like mascots so there's like the mama burger the papa burger you know the teen burger like they have all these different burgers named after family members yeah. and whenever they you know go multi-culti globo homo with the burger family then it's all lost that's the <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's this uh, here's this horrific story uh, out of Germany. Well, it's a, it's a well, yeah. it's a it's a good start. Let me just put it that way. We finally had a conviction uh, by these crazy uh, antifas in Germany, right? Because again, uh, because of their history and because of that just intense, uh, you know, programming the 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 narrative, right, of denazification in Germany and like stuff like that. They're they're just like fanatical about pushing back anything that's nationalistic and right wing. Uh, even if it, even if it's, even if the party like AFD has done, right, kind of counter signal that constantly, and they th- we know we're not like that. We want democracy yeah. and all these things, which you know they kind of have to do considering the environment. But of course, that's not good enough, right? So you had the the Hammer Gang. What was the uh, German term? It was uh, <coughs> Hammerbande, uh, which was basically just to summarize real quick. They, they had dress, and I'm not sure if this was every single attack that they did, but in some of them at least. Uh, they de- dressed up as police officers uh, and they went to the homes of various uh, right-wing uh, uh, people, whether they're politically involved. Uh, I think one was the youth party of the AFD uh, that was uh, uh, almost killed back in 2018. Uh, they're pounding on the door. And of course, these people are like, what, what's going on? This is police. I guess I got to let them in, right? Not thinking uh, about that. So they 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 uh, storm in. 
they basically uh, just bash this uh, guy's brains in, essentially, right? They, they destroy his kneecaps and his feet are still damaged to this day. He can't even walk. Uh, they, they poured acetone on him, other chemicals, like all these horrific, I mean, just brutal. This is like terrorist activity, if there ever was one. This is politically motivated yeah. to get people to stay away from a certain political, you know, uh, branch, essentially, which is, as far as I remember, that's like essentially the definition of terrorism. You try to coerce someone into like, uh, you know, not do something or not have certain opinions anymore, things like that, right? So this uh, leader of this Hammerband or the Hammer Group, uh, her name was, uh, was it Lena uh, Engel, right? Lena Engel. Actually, the Hungary piece has a little bit. I'm going to read this here so people can get an idea. Uh, verdict in trial against Antifa extremist. Uh, the verdict in the trial against a leader and three members of the so-called Hammerbande, Hammer Gang, a left-wing extremist storm troop supported by Antifa, was announced in Dresden on Wednesday. Leader Lena Engel was sentenced to five years and three months, which is like, when you look at the crimes, it's like, this is nothing. If a right-winger had done comparable crimes, it would be, I mean, it would be terrorist charges. There would be life in prison, I would assume. Uh, four yeah. members of the Hammer, Hammer Gang, who also took part in the attacks in Budapest, and I haven't heard about that one before, but uh, this paper brought that to my attention, have been convicted in a trial at a regional court in Saxony. After 97 days of trial, presiding Judge Hans Schletter Staats in Dresden announced a verdict against the four defendants for membership in a criminal organization. And some inside lingo here uh, from the trial was that this guy was like, oh, you're... They're, they're, you know, as the British say, molly, molly coddling this this girl. You know, what I mean, there they was still this kind of like, oh, you're. Uh, they were making excuses for her and the reason why she did this and stuff. And so the the five years was kind of like the base minimum that they could do, which they of course did. It says here the main <clears throat> defendant, Lena Engel, was sentenced to five years and three months imprisonment. Her accomplices, uh, Lennart uh, Arning, for three years. Philip, blah blah blah. They go through the different names of the other ones there. Uh, but that was for forming a criminal organization and dangerous bodily harm. Among these offenses, the federal prosecution had accused Engel and her accomplices of forming a criminal ac uh, association to attack right-wing people. According to indictment, they carried out several attacks on right-wing supporters in Wurzen, in Saxony, Leipzig and I Eisnach. Uh, in Turingen between 2018 and 2020. Several people were seriously injured in the pro It was like gruesome, brutal shit they did to these people. Uh, Engel is said to have been the leader of the Hammer Gang, a far-left organization founded in Leipzig, Leipzig that has established a nationwide network. Of course it has. Is there any talk about... Bra is there any diagonal comparison? You, you know what I mean? Like, the treatment that you guys have gotten, is there similar things here f for them in Germany? No, of course not. They're making excuses for them, essentially. For weeks, Antifa has announced a day X for the first Saturday after the verdict, the day of the verdict, which is tomorrow, but they've already been out riding. We'll look at a footage in a little bit here. Calling for street fights against the verdict, uh, against for, for you know this verdict against Engel. They have promised to cause 1 million euros of damage in German cities for every year in prison. So German authorities are looking at damages between 5 million and 300,000 euros this Saturday alone. In February, members of the Hammer Gang, who are still at large, staged a manhunt in Budapest, beating up eight people and seriously injuring German, Polish and Hungarian citizens. The Budapest Police uh, Directorate 
working closely with the German authorities, has so far identified 10 of the alleged attackers and arrested four of them. Good. Of these, one Hungarian has been arrested, one German woman is under criminal investigation, and an Italian woman, so they're forming an international terrorist network now, right? This is one of the definitions in terms of how the America treats with this. If there's any kind of international cooperation, uh, then it's like a, uh, you know, then it's a, what's the, it was, you, know, you have the domestic terrorism, and then what's the other term they use for it? Um, Maybe it's just, uh, yeah, international. This is a specific term they use. I forget that right now. But it was like the way they described it, that was like, oh, that that's much more severe. You know, kind of like this is a, now an international yeah. terrorist group. This is dangerous, right? In this case, I haven't heard any talk about that yet. Anyway, so they're, the last case there in uh, Budapest, they are in pre-trial pre detention awaiting the conclusion of the investigation in Budapest. Six German Antifa members are still wanted. So we'll see what happens here. But what do you, uh, what do you make of this, Alex? I mean, it doesn't surprise me that they got, you know, the kitty gloves when it comes to sentencing. Um, they do they do this everywhere. Um, you know, I, I brought up earlier, there's the, you know, the uh, the disparity in, in the way people are treated when it comes to bail conditions in Canada. And, uh, you know, they, in the same time period that, you know, I mentioned the four, the Coots political prisoners from Alberta that are still in jail, they, they committed no violence. And um, there was a, an, a member of Antifa that ran over four, uh, five people in Winnipeg during a Freedom Convoy protests. And uh, he was out on bail within 24 hours. Like he tried to murder people with a vehicle and they didn't even charge him with attempted murder. And they let him yeah. go. Yep. Um, and he, he was a known member of Antifa too. And the same thing here, like they, they want to designate Diagalon as a terrorist organization, but they can't attribute one single uh violent act to us because we're not, we're not a violent organization it's a it's a meme and it's not even an organization it's it's a uh a, a network of people that you know prep and uh you know engage in activism community building that type of thing right so yeah, yeah. Uh, they, i mean they already did it to the proud boys right the proud <clears throat> boys were labeled a terrorist group in canada they couldn't attribute one single act of violence to proud boy activity in canada Right, but Antifa acts with impunity here. So I mean, it doesn't do. shock me at all that they were. It's. it's I'm, I'm glad that you know they uh, obviously got some prison time there. But I don't know how it works in Germany. Will they five years, three months? If, if they'll, that's be Canada, they'll be out in one two years. Yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh no, no, yeah. no doubt about it. They ultimately they that we you know everyone I think unless you're a newcomer kind of know that that they are like an essentially a stat a state uh, asset like they're using this. Uh, to in a in a obviously a legal way, but not that they care uh, to police opinions and and just try to keep you know fear in like people who are on the right wing that you can always like be attacked randomly just for having these views or associating with any of these things. Uh, it's a it's a way for all the liberal progressive global homo shit libs uh, in power to just ensure that there's no like grassroots kind of on the street. I mean, it's still happening despite that, but there's still always that they want you to kind of have that fear. Look at the video I showed there, uh, just in the background. So we're talking about this guy just walking. And then in the like behind him, they just strike him with a hammer right across the head. Like that's that's nice, noble, honorable, moral people right there. You know what I mean? Five, yeah. many the six on one, eight on one, maybe even. Um, and they're using hammers there. That's why they're called a the hammer gang. So very nice, the finest of people, of course, right? Even you know, contrast this to you know the the Proud Boys are accused of violence, but I mean it's always reactionary. Or or Patriot uh, Patri Front hasn't been accused of violence, but. You know, just just their very existence is violence. Exactly. Right? Yeah. This I know. this is justified 
you know, actions to take against, you know, a quote Nazi or whatever they'll, they'll label them. Yeah. Um, merely existing as a right wing dissident is terrorism in itself. I mean, that, that's how they presented it too, right? Like white supremacy is terrorism. Yeah. Whiteism exactly. is terrorism. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's our very existence is violence and uh, us just having opinions or saying, speaking on the internet is equal to violence. Whereas here, you have an international terrorist group uh, that hardly is getting any attention. I don't see many news stories about this. This would be huge news, right? Of uh, this conviction. But I, anyway. I did hear, I, I heard about this. I can't remember from what source whenever it initially happened, this attack in Budapest. But I, 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 I mean, this was a while ago, right? I guess this is the sentencing. That's why it's come back up. Right. Yeah, so the the Budapest has that whole uh, is in pre-trial right now. So this is prior things from that was going on in 2018 to 2020. Oh, that happened oh, in wow. Germany. Okay. Yeah, that's what. So this is not haven't even been settled yet here. So they got. Wow. I, I think they said they had four of these people, but there's like six or eight more, if I remember correctly. But so anyway, so they were <clears throat> out uh, in Germany in various cities. Uh, RT had some footage of them uh, rioting and and being angry that oh my god, how dare you give such a wonderful leader of a group that does shit like this? Yeah, yeah, jump in, Alex. Yes, yeah, sir. Was that so? Whenever they said we're going to cause all this damage, was that like last Saturday, or is that this coming it's, Saturday? It's coming Saturday now because this just uh, the trial yeah. was just coming down here. I think two days ago or so. Uh, okay. So anyway, here's some uh, footage from the whole thing. <laughs> Ein, zwei, Polizei! Anyway, so this is just the uh, the warming up act, presumably here on the day X. Uh, ooh, it's coming here. I guess they, they have to do five uh, five million uh, euros of damage then, or something like that. Yeah, I'm I'm surprised I haven't seen any of this. Was this last when? Yeah, this is basically last night. Yeah, as long as long as this was not mislabeled, but that's what it was presented uh, presented as. This just happened after the verdict became out, but the real kind of organizational protest and presumably violent riot is happening tomorrow in Germany. And sorry, th was this Dresden? Uh, actually, not sure. I, th I think this might be yeah. either it's from a few different uh, cities or this is maybe Leipzig, Leipzig or something like that. I'm not sure okay. um, uh, where exactly it is. But uh, anyway, that's a that's a little slice. And then to underline that, make that point again. Internationally, though, here's CNN, right, talking about this. Internationally, there's still scrutiny of far-right AFD as, as the government there has labeled its youth-wing extremist. There's a labeling of, <laughs> of what, just, what we just saw, like as an extremist international uh, terrorist network. Nothing like that. It, it's it just, no. they always get, they get special protection as, you know, the British, I, I like the term, the model, molly coddling with these people and just yeah. like, all right, we'll, you know, we'll give you a slap on the wrist, essentially, you know what I mean? But then they're out again and they just continue their uh, violent behavior. Yeah, well, a, a perfect example of that too is just look. I, there was a video that was going around recently from a, a, a just stop oil with those lunatics that 
you know, glue themselves to paintings and block oh, yeah. roads and whatnot. Yeah. And the, the you know, just a, a random, you know, tradie is, is trying to get to work and he starts, you know, pushing them out of the way to get them out of the way. And, and the cops arrest him. They're standing <laughs> right there yeah. as they break, as these people break the law. Yeah. And then somebody's like, you know what, I've had enough of this. And then they arrest the person who tries to, you know, restore order. Yeah. Like just yeah. do your job and, and this wouldn't be a problem anyways. We yeah, but it, it, again, it's it serves the state interest, so they get the it protection does. of the state. Yeah, and yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna see a flare up of, of this again in the United States too, right? They love to do this during election cycles. So as this new twenty twenty four election campaign kicks off, you'll probably see BLM and and Antifa return to the streets, and and you know they'll find yeah. they'll find a reason to riot oh, again. And hundred percent, yeah. No, it's it's been quiet for a little bit, you know, but it's gonna ramp up again. And whenever it's uh, it's politically expedient, they they wheel them out again. <clears throat> and like a central command, just all right. This is the one we're protesting, whatever case it is, and and everyone's out on the streets, right? Uh, but I, anyway. I was actually surprised there wasn't more over the the Jordan Neely Daniel. Penny. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I thought it would be worse than it was. I thought we were gonna have George Floyd two point I did too, and it's kind of weird that it's like that. But that's what the creepy aspect of it that it's just like operating like a insect swarm or something like it, somehow it, it the 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 swarm just knew that this was not the one to like fully lash out yeah. on there was a little bit but you know i mean so, someone's giving the signal somewhere like okay we're good to go you know <laughs> like let's do it well yeah i mean we saw that too with the george floyd riots um it was very quick very quickly they had the shirts they had the banners oh, yeah. they yep. had the signs like it, it was it was very the uh, baptism baths were out i mean all the accessories right the being baptized yeah, exactly. in the religion of george floyd <laughs> yeah <laughs> holy shit so. uh so anyway uh just gotta finish off that uh, this segment uh, portion here a little bit uh because of course talking about diversity and of course counteraction like in germany the counteraction to some of the open borders immigration right-wing parties uh, it's creating, of course, not only destabilization, but uh, in the U.S. at least, and I think this is mostly true. I've, I've read things out of Sweden that you have white, so-called white flight there as well. But the more diverse the country gets, this is the U.S. article of, of this here, uh, the more segregation you get. There's like a self-segregation. In other words, people just kind of flock to their own. They create more insular little kind of micro um not states, that's not the right term, but yeah, like micro-ethnic enclaves inside of the larger society, uh, and people generally tend to gravitate. You might have a, like a some kind of kumbaya zone in some like liberal city somewhere that's somewhat of a hodgepodge, but overall, yeah. otherwise, people for the most part uh, tend to uh, want to be around their own, which is, you know, completely understandable, you know what I mean? But that doesn't stop them from, if, if segregation is wrong, again, we have those things, then our, the state and the government are doing the very things that, which is leading to more of that. They, I, I'm sure they know of the statistics here. That's why they had those programs to say, well, look at the zip code here. It's just a bunch of white people. Let's bring in immigrants and just place them here. If they have to build migrant camps in this region, they will. If they have to build Section 8 housing, they will. They'll find whatever way they can to try to break up the evil self-segregation. In other words, freedom of association is out the window. We can't, we, nothing to do with that anymore. Oh, absolutely. And I, I don't know this, like, this doesn't uh, surprise me at all. This is a story as old as time. Uh, you know, you, you can go back, even whenever it was European immigration, you'd get, you know, little Ireland, little Italy, mm -hmm. little, you know, yeah. like, you know, like this exists in Canada, like for like, even for example, you know, my family uh, emigrated from the Netherlands in the 19, uh, late 1950s. And they, 
they went to an area that's uh, predominantly Dutch farmers, right? That's yeah. the, the yeah. roots. Like, it, there's nothing really. This, this, it doesn't shock me. Um, their their response to it might shock me because uh, exactly like you said, they're just going to start trying to. Uh, if they can't do it uh, naturally, they'll force it. I, I saw yeah. a great uh, Thultide posted a, a a poster, like an anarchist poster, um, recently, and it was um, it said, "If nature is unjust, then we will change, change nature." It. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. It's, a, it's a war in nature for sure, hundred percent. And and so it's like you know, if if they can't get what they want naturally, if if their worldview doesn't occur just organically, then they will force it regardless. Um, yeah, so, yeah. It, I, it's a, it's an uphill battle, but it's the same, obviously, in terms of like biological sex, right? They're at war with that right now. They got to break that up. They're at war with, yeah, in this case, self segregation or freedom of association, even. Uh, and nature, ultimately, at the end of the day, is the enemy, and that's why they continuously have to go to things such as you know using chemicals to enforce it, or they have to have some hardcore authoritarian governmental systems that can like kind of keep the multicultural utopia in check you know I mean? so it doesn't like derail and stuff like that and you can only do that for like a little bit of a time at the end of the day nature wins humans are part of that nature and we're going to react to it you know accordingly but think about well, it this way too it's like all the all the other like downstream from this in terms of segregation is also that you get less participation in society. People tend to go out less. Uh, they stay home more. Maybe they play video games. They watch television more. They show they you know pointless shopping more on the internet. Things like this. Everything that kind of serves global homo of like get in the pod, shut the hell up, and and you'll be happy is 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 underlined by like the more diversity you create, uh, the more uh, part the less participation generally in society you get. You know. I, I would, yeah, I would agree anecdotally with that statement. I, I think I see it all the time. Um, pe people are less and less, uh, like, look, you're not as likely to want to contribute to a society that you don't feel like is is for you or you're, that you're part of. Um, you're going to withdraw. I think you see this a lot in young white men in particular. They don't feel like the society is for them or that they're part of it or that they're appreciated in it. So they withdraw and they start engaging in very, uh, you know, damaging, uh, uh, behavior, you know, self-destructive, yeah. uh, yeah. drugs, uh, low self-esteem, yeah. depression, Every, everything. pornography, like all Porn, these things that just yeah. exacerbate the problem, make it much, much worse. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then they act surprised, you know what I mean? Oh, well, we, we, we're building this great progress, right? It's great. Now you have everything you need. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, it's not about that, you know? The other thing, it, I think you mentioned it. I, I was listening to Western Warrior today, actually, and um, I think you mentioned it um, that like there these uh, you know I don't know what you call whatever you call them libtards. It doesn't matter. Um, they have this very. You're absolutely right. They have a very strange relationship with nature, or even just kind of idealization of nature, where it's like we are not part of it. We must be separate from it. Uh, we yeah. must preserve it behind this, you know, glass wall so that, right. you know, it, yeah. it's pristine and it, we're not, you know, part of it. And it, like you see that um, they, they want nothing to do with, uh, you know, living with nature, living holistically, living organically or, you know, in a wholesome manner, yeah. um, a no. harmonious manner. It's it's like they've separated entirely like this environmentalism has nothing to do with appreciation of the natural world. It has to do with this like kind of like, I don't know, uh, self-destructive synthetic. Uh, kind of idea of what humanity is supposed to be a very transhumanist, I guess, is maybe a good way of exactly. No, it's on the path towards that. You know, I mean, that's what it, it's it's about. It's it's a 
not as you say an integrated kind of view on the thing in a weird way they can like you could argue like they they worship nature or, or like see that as a you know concept, yeah. kind of like a new theology or whatever but but it's as you said it's not an one that's like an integrated ver version of it you're not in it or part of it you you look at it like it's a museum exhibit or something like that and oh look, there it is we have to protect it by taking all the humans out from it and and just putting ourselves still in mega hubs where we like can't touch nature we can't you know have anything to do with it it's very bizarre but no they're 100% synthetic they're 100% inauthentic and again that's why they're a perfect uh, they're a perfect uh, breed I don't know what to call them but a perfect uh, group to push all the new weird shit that they're doing with from transhumanism to like synthetic hormones to altering their their sex biological sex trying to do surgeries and you know so and and, and again that at some point that the transgender stuff will be a transhuman stuff it will be integrating with machines it will be joining with ai it will be robotics there'll be uh you know limbs or whatever that's like uh you know robotic and stuff it's it's there's just one step away from that essentially and, and it's coming you know yeah all right um let's uh let's check this out here a little bit let me see do i miss one here Zyofree says chaos creates opportunities for a power slash cash grab i think it is grab it says for grab by shekel shekel masters denationalize or nationalize uh, a country destroy its identity set up for zio takeover that's uh, that's a, that's about it that's what they're doing um so let me let me get into the lgbtq stuff here and of course i saw someone make the point in in, in chat as well right uh the those that and you could argue and disagree like oh well you're dumb you signed up to go fight and almost die or injure yourself for this country and things like that but it, but just look at it face value like they're they're this is supposed to be like the pinnacle of of like sacrifice right you're you're, you're putting your life on the line to like secure the you know freedom of the country or whatever the <laughs> excuse they're using these days uh, they get they get they get one day one day essentially uh, while of course the um, the dildo flingers get uh, the rainbow dildo flingers get a whole month and of course as we show the beginning Alex that's not good enough now it's season three months and before you know it it's going to be all year and if you don't if you don't celebrate this and and take part you are you're performing a hate hate crime you know that's coming if they get their way oh it it already. <clears throat> To an extent, I think it already is in Canada. Like it's it's very weaselly the way they've done it, but you know it, they've required participation. Whether it's you know in the military, you have to engage in certain you know training seminars and whatnot, or if you work for a big corporation, they'll push it on you. If you're a teacher in a school, like you have to engage in this. Even if you withdraw from it, you can't say anything negative about it, right? So it's like you either have to participate actively or passively. And you can't object to it. And if you do, you'll be fired. You'll be ridic you'll be ostracized. All of these things. And yeah, the the one day or a whole month. It's not even a whole month. It's what was it? Just before uh, June, there was uh, whatever pansexual day of visibility. The month before that, there's transgender day of visibility. It goes on and on. Like oh yeah, there what there was a uh, you know week uh, of transgender you know week of something back in the fall like it's endless it, um it's not a, a day or a month it, it's endless yeah if it's not and if it's not an international day that's recognized you no know, globally it's uh you know the, a hockey team has a pride night or your right. a, a local yeah. school has some it, kind of pride it, event it, it just it never ends it never stops. It's, it's yeah absolutely it will never stop um and so this uh here's a interesting juxtaposed that someone did right um where burning of the Amer just American flag, and this is you know these discussions exist in other countries as well. 
uh, is this free speech, blah, 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 can we burn whether it's, you know, the, uh, the Bible or the flag of the nation, and then there's always usually out uproar if someone, for example, burns a, a Quran or like a Talmud or, or if someone burns the pride flag or stuff. We have, there's several hate crime charges now, but let, let's just back up and go through this from the beginning. Uh, because the Supreme Court back in like 1989, uh, well, the, the cases went on, I think went into the, actually the 90s a little bit for something like that. But, but they basically said the Supreme Court of the U.S. said, well, it's, it's constitutional uh, to burn the American flag. So basically like, okay, you can, you can kind of do that, right? But lately, you've had, this, this is the legal, uh, the, the legal or the um, logical somersaults they, they do to still have to get, you know, to get you on a crime if you burn the so-called pride flag or the rainbow flag, whatever you want to call it. Uh, one was recently burned at an elementary school, uh, which of course then went on to spark a hate crime investigation. So now they're arguing that you can't, you, you can burn the pride flag. However, if we can associate other crimes with that when you did it, then it's not allowed, right? See how that works? It's always this, you know, law, the spurious logic they use here, right? Woman arrested on hate crime charges after pride flag lit on fire outside a Soho restaurant. So the basically they're saying, if we can if we can determine what's in your heart or what you were thinking essentially when you were doing this, then it's a crime and then you're not allowed to do it. But everyone can bl blatantly see kind of what's going on here. I guess they have some of the footage here of them doing that, right? Um, Th there's special protection for them. I mean, no doubt about it. Like, you can burn any flags that you want. It's totally fine. But they, again, this is a, a colonizing force. This is a warfare effort. They are the uh, up-and-coming uh, colonizer, essentially, <laughs> of, our, of our countries. And therefore, they have special protection. The way they went off to, after this woman in uh, Soho in New York, I think it is, uh, was, was crazy. And, like, how are you going to determine what's in her heart when she does this? You know what I mean? I mean, it's what it's one of those instances where I I don't know. It's kind of hard. It, it, the act of burning a flag, I think, is pretty. You're you've you've indicated your intentions, right? I don't think you. That's do just it. it. How is it not I hate when they burn the American flag? Right. I, ex well, exactly. But I like like that's why I don't know. Or you know, Israeli flags too. Like, wasn't there this issue in Sweden too? Somebody burned a Turkish in it. Was it a national or Nordic resistance movement? They burned a, or maybe it was a different. Maybe it was just an activist, but they burned an Israeli and I think a Turkish flag. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's all this. Uh, and th th what did they do? They didn't make it illegal to do that, or was that a Quran? That was the Quran. Anyways. Yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. didn't. They said no, it's not illegal, right? They still like try to do the fr no free speech kind of argument, but then they said because it's leading to riots, that is outlawed. But it's like, well, but then you're not you're not arresting those who are rioting. You're 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 saying the yeah. person who's did the thing that leads to the rioting that's the problem now, yeah. So well, the same. Yeah. So in this thread, uh, you played this recently. Um, this uh, high school student Josh Alexander, who's been oh, yeah. becoming an activist uh, against you know this this kind of nonsense in schools, um, he came to Calgary actually. I, like I, I had uh, the opportunity to to meet him. I, I had met him before too at a fundraiser for Jeremy. But um, like you know, I he he goes to a high school and he's handing out Bibles. Yeah, exactly, and and preaching uh, the gospel. And they arrested him. And they I, I just found this out today actually from. Uh, somebody who works at the school board, they arrested him not because he had done anything wrong, but because he was causing a scene in which See, other it. people were starting to get violent. Yep. See, that's it. 
so so he's you're the root of the the disturbance or the riot so therefore even though you didn't actually break any rules or laws but then you're the problem it's amazing how that way not the criminals that are doing the rioting or whatever <laughs> it's it's incre- yeah, exactly. incredible his very presence is is unacceptable right uh just just existing right is should be illegal yeah essentially is the message that they're putting forward but i mean at this event um he was handing out bibles and uh Two, I think it was two Bibles were lit on fire and other ones were, you know, ripped apart and shredded. Yeah. And that's fine. But, you know, to in, in terms of the burning the pride flag, this actually happened in Canada recently, too. Um, a high, uh, I think it was a high school in Nova Scotia. A couple of kids stole a pride flag and burnt it. And it became an international story. And the RCMP, you know, our, our federal police force are investigating. You know, it, it's just nonsense. <laughs> You know, because a couple of kids stole a flag and lit it on fire because yep. they thought it would be funny. Yep. And now it's a hate crime. Exactly. And I actually yep. have to speaking to that. Right. Let me show you a couple of clips where they're actually discussing this. Of that, all of a sudden, uh, here's the let's check this one out. Again, hate crime charges for doing something. It can just juxtapose this to them burning whatever flag from whatever uh, nation. Check this segment out. Here. By hate when a man leaves tire marks all over a pride flag painted on an intersection. Residents around the area <laughs> speaking out in disgust. Sevens Danielle Garcia is live in Fort Lauderdale with more on the search for that speaking driver. Speaking out Danielle, in the good morning. A hate crime attack happened. Good morning, Lorena. That mural right behind me was unveiled just about 20 days ago. Already it's been damaged and covered with skid marks. The community here <laughs> is saddened, as you mentioned, but they are planning to redo it. In fact, the cleanup process has already begun. Oh, good. And then, of course, this one is funny, too. So is this a hate crime by the horse? You can, you can argue this, like, can you walk on it? Because it's always this issue, you know, should you walk on the flag, right? Or should you avoid it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at this one. Mounted police force. Oh, I don't like the color. I don't like the color. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> See, nature responds. They just like stay away from that shit. Whatever that, is. <laughs> whatever that is. Nothing to do with it. It is. It is. It is funny. I, I also. I always found it weird that they do these crosswalks. Anyways, it's like is it's is it not disrespectful to like to walk, walk all over? I, I know. Isn't this bizarre? Exactly. I thought it was so. What it was. It, yeah. It's it's kind of like you know how people that you know they have welcome mats and sometimes like sports team will sell a welcome mat of like or or you know even in a locker room they'll have like dog shit logo. on it whatever you know <laughs> yeah like they'll have like their own logo on a floor and people yeah. walk there's even like I remember this there's like when I played football we had a low at university there's a logo that was in the middle of like the locker room floor and we had a policy that's like you don't walk on it out of respect uh, right. right you exactly. walk around that yeah. So like I always, I just find it weird that you would want something that people are going to walk all over, drive over, you know, like whatever people are homeless are going to piss on it or, or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, why would you want to put your flag on the ground? Maybe but so, anyways, whatever. Maybe someone's secretly based. They're doing uh, all of that. Right. Uh, yeah. Speaking of this now, obviously, we talked about Target and stuff, uh, but about a quick uh, super chat here. Odin's Raven over on Entropy says, uh, Another great Friday show to start off the weekend. We email you about uh, meeting up. Have a wonderful weekend. Okay, we'll re- reply to that. Thank you, Odin Servant. Good to uh, good to see you. Thank you for the support. So let me play this because obviously there's there's um, 
Well, we'll get to this idea that there's like, you know, resistance building against, you know, what happened with Target and, you know, obviously we saw the Bud Light thing or whatever. There's always this argument you can make like, well, does it matter? You know, if you have a BlackRock controlling nine trillion in assets and a Vanguard uh, nine billion loss is not going to make a dent. You know, what I mean, you, you have that argument there, which I think is a vital one and one to make. But regardless of that, it's still good and obviously vital to see the opposition type of thing. Right. But. Now they're starting to argue, this is a clip from MSNBC I'm going to play, where basically a store not carrying these trans uh, products, essentially, or, or at least the, oppos the opposition to it that's forming, that is terrorism, which is causing Target not to, or, or they didn't even remove it, right? They actually just moved it back in the back of the store, I think it was, or something like that. But listen to this lunatic here on MSNBC of, of what that how this is terrorism now. When Target caves into this then it says that the moment you threaten the employees of even a very large corporation, you get to control its policies. This is economic terrorism, literally terrorism, <laughs> creating fear among the workers and forcing the corporations to sell the things you want, not sell the things you don't. So when Target yeah. caves isn't, into Isn't that fascinating, though? Because it's like, wait a minute. Have we not seen coercion in other aspects of society where people are bullied and they're harangued, they're harassed, they're even violently attacked for taking a position or, you know, d d doing something, in some cases not doing something. And now all of a sudden, let's whip out the terrorist card. What, what about the people banned from banks? Is that terrorism? You know what I mean? Like you could let's extend this conversa conversation, shall we? Well, I, I, I think it's, you know, it, it ties in with everything they do. So. Um, I, I think it's funny because you get this kind of thing where when we talk about issues, they'll say that we are uh, trying to, uh, you know, radicalize pe an issue or use an issue to our advantage. When in reality, it's like, well, no, we're just talking about this issue because we care about it and we want to generate support for our position on it. And basically, we're trying to participate in your fake and gay democracy. Right. Like, yeah. that's what yeah. we're doing. We're, we're simply trying to partake in this system that we're all supposed to have a voice in. But whenever you do it, it's democracy. Whenever you do that, it's just, you know, that's democratic process. When we do it, it's terrorism. Yeah. So like and the, to save and reinforce know, democracy, they have to ban us from doing the act. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, like, in this instance, like, how many uh, boycotts have there been about? I mean, we've we've had some in Canada or like Canadian brands that weren't woke enough. Not even they were based or like they, they were, you know, taking a position against this stuff. Just they weren't doing enough, you know, in favor of it. And that's what this guy's saying is, um, you know, if, if people voice their disgust or their dislike of what a brand is doing, a, a company is doing, that's terrorism if if it's our side. Exactly. If it's yeah. against our side, yeah. then it's terrorism. Otherwise, it's so, wonderful yeah. democratic rights and they're just exercising whether that's the First Amendment or free speech rights if you're in another country, right? Uh, no, yeah, it's exactly. again, and that's we go back to that. It says nothing to do with like double standard. They don't, they won't even see this. Yeah. They, it's not about that. It's just, we are in the right, whatever we do, that's the right thing. And whenever, whatever you do, I mean, I, I, it was a frame. I tried to frame it. I was thinking about it earlier today. Like they'll, they'll, they will soon, and it's kind of happened already a little bit, they, they will start legislating in such a way here soon that basically anybody who they consider to be their political enemy or, or, or those in the opposition to them, you know, kicking back, pushing back against some of the stuff, they're going to pa start passing laws that basically you're not allowed to do this, essentially. Like they will try to prevent people from doing this. Uh, and I think we're right at the cusp of that as, as we're seeing some pushback now. 
Yeah, there, there was a moment uh, this week where uh, the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, right, one of the one of the provinces in Canada, they put out a tweet that that said there is an alarming trend of, you know, anti, you know, alphabet mafia rhetoric, uh, and what did they say? An alarming trend of hate, conservatism, and bigotry. Isn't that nice how you did? So now cons- conservatism itself is it's, just lumped in there with terrorism. hate and bigotry, yeah. right? So oh, yeah. it, it's, you know, it, it, we, obviously this is nothing new. This is the, the whole point they've been trying to make for a while. But I found it very interesting that they used the word, they just used the word conservatism. Yep. They didn't say far right. They didn't say extremist. They didn't say any of these things. They just said conservatism. So, you know, your, your normie brand conservatism is now considered basically terrorism. And that's, that's exactly where it's going to go. And I think it's important to point that out and, and the hypocrisy of it, not just because, um, not, not just because it, it's, you know, the truth, but because it, it needs to be said to these, these normie conservatives, these people who are trying to occupy this middle ground, uh, they, they don't care. There's nothing you can say to these people, uh, that will rationalize the situation or, or that will make them, you know, see the light. Like there, there's no point in apologizing or, or cucking on no. anything that you say no. and, and trying to ap- appeal to some kind of rational sense in them. You're a terrorist or, or, or you, you are to. now the same as Nazi to them. They don't, exactly. they, they don't see it and, and distinguish between it. So no. there's, there's no point. Just accept the position and, you know, stop trying to occupy the center. They don't care. No, and, um, you and, have to be more intolerant. You have to. That's just a fact. You you just have to be strong. You put your foot down and and decide how to move forward. And that and that's really it. You can't, as you say, as soon as you walk onto their turf or their within their rules of the game, kind of thing. No, I'm not. I'm not this ending up in a defensive position or something. You'll you'll just lose. It, it doesn't matter. And even if we, you could say all the right things, jump through all the right hoops, bow down, bend over, you know, down on your knees, you know, whatever, and saying you're not something. As you say, they still hate you. And if they get an opportunity, or at least the right people from their political ideology get an opportunity, they will whack you with a hammer from behind when you're not, you know, paying attention. Uh, they hate you. They want you gone, and they see you as an enemy. And so they have to get into that game of like, and it, and it's not that they have to. Conservatives doesn't have to like you know, put on the armband. You know, you know what I mean. Like I'm being facetious here, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. you don't have to like play. Oh well, they call you this, so then you have to adopt all the stereotypes associated with that. That's not what I'm saying either. But I'm saying just don't give a shit about it. Just stand your ground and don't, as you say, don't cock or on these few issues, you have to try to prove to them how well, yeah, I have, you know, black friends. And so therefore I'm not right. Like, yeah. just don't do it. Just, just don't do it. It's, it's, it's demeaning and it's weak and, and none of them respect that. It's going to be interesting to see when people actually start like, and I think, again, I think we're on the cusp of that right now. Like, We've fucking had it with this shit. We're we're done. You know what I mean? And the and the problem, the dangerous thing here is, don't just fall back to like, oh, it was great in the nineteen uh, you know nineties or two thousand the knots. You know, two thousands was great. Let's just revert back to that, and then we're home safe again. No, think bigger than that. We got to push back further because it's like all those decades and decades of of whether it's corporate America or. You know, the political environment that we're in, whatever, has laid the groundwork and slowly but surely they undermine the family, our traditions. They opened our borders. <clears throat> they attacked traditional uh, gender or sex you know, roles and things like this. All of that paved the way for where we are now. And just backing up two steps in their big game is, is not, in my view anyway, good enough. 
I, I actually, I think that's partially the target they want you to take. They want you to, like, like the, the normie brand conservatism has, has, I think it's gone very libertarian, right? It, like, it, it, there's a very libertarian kind of feel to modern conservative, like, establishment talking positions where they're like, well, it, you know, it's stop seeing race, stop seeing, see people as individuals, all these things. And it's like, you're, you're feeding into the worldview that they want you to. Um, yeah. To an extent. I mean, it, it's not completely, but it's like that's an acceptable. Again, the, the only position that is acceptable to have is defined by them. This is the other thing about it, too. It's like there, there's no point in trying to because when I say like, well, they're going to call you a Nazi and some people will say like, well, we got to reframe the argument. It's like you you can't reframe the argument. You you exist in their framework. Yeah. So every institution is held by them. The, the media, the government, academics, you know, entertainment, so on. They frame the argument they will they will continue to frame the argument for some time so when you say you want to fight the narrative it's like well you're you're fighting a losing battle just stop trying to fight their narrative just to exist in their narrative that your existence in their narrative is all you need to do yeah. um you said it too i think you uh you said this recently you know just be normal just be just, just be, be normal. normal yeah you don't have to and, yeah, yeah. Because this and this I, paints I them into this, a corner in a, in a sense. Like, if they think you're a, a right-wing Nazi, bigot, fascist, white nationalist, racist, blah, 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 blah. Uh, whatever you do, they're still going to see you as an, as, a, as, a, as an enemy. So if you're just taking normal, sensible positions on anything, and it does, you know, you, if people want to be edgy and stuff, that, that's fine, too. I'm not coming down on that, but I'm saying you can literally just be normal and they will, anything that's normal, they will turn against, which, again, means they do will do the work for us, meaning normie people out there will see that and say, well, I'm, I'm, nor I'm the just regular guy. I don't believe in all this shit, you know, whatever. And they will turn on you <laughs> for those things. And yeah. that's actually good for, for our side, you know. Exactly. And we've seen it over and over. You brought up the example earlier of the, you know, the uh, waking up early. There's there's a ton of them. You know, granola Nazis is the yeah. one that I keep seeing. <laughs> the crunchy you just want a home pipeline. You, you can just want a homestead and be left alone and they'll still call you a Nazi. So, like, what oh, are yeah. you like? What are you fighting? Um, Yeah, it, it just it, it goes on and on. And uh, it, like, I think there's a, another aspect of this, too, that I've been trying to get across to people too it's like it, it, it's be just be normal but also be be radical and militant in your normalcy as in like be, be willing to defend it like you know uh, aggressively but um just be normal just be normal a right-wing back to the land movement called anastasia is making germans nervous <laughs> there the vice news thank you vice <laughs> this is this? rural living uh remember the braid or pieces about if if you put braids on on your daughters or something then that's a red flag <laughs> it's just like really this. no they're, I, they're I, I so never... fucking paranoid these people it's anything that's just like what are they doing are they, are they milking goats what the fuck you know it's yeah. like they're nazis i uh, guess a, a back to land movement that's that's too close to blood and soil. blood and soil that's just it yeah, exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> someone played this is a good one i'll just i played it wednesday but here here, here it is again nazi! stop him stop him nazi when you when, when you <laughs> liberals when you don't want to show them or when you're not allow them to show them gay butt porn to first graders that, that, and that's essentially it right just call them nazis and 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 that they think that is going to make them go away or stop, right? Ultimately. But when it's ultimately overused and people don't care anymore, their rhetorical weapon uh, that they had, we, it will just be inert. And it will be like, okay, now what? You can call me whatever you want. No one gives a shit and no one cares because you're literally insane. <laughs> 
Oh, I think it's funny too. It's at the point too where you're actually getting this from uh, Normie. Co- like, you, there's been those funny Twitter polls, right? It's like, who would you prefer, like, you know, liberals or Nazis? And they get ratioed into yeah. oblivion. <laughs> those <laughs> are <great>. It's hilarious. <laughs> But that it's true. It's like uh, at this point, it, yeah. I mean, even the Normicon is like, well, you guys are, you guys are grooming children. You're basically, you know, a, a an institutionalized uh, pedophiliac, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, organization. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I'd rather. <laughs> if these are my only two uh, I, options, I, I, choices, it's not a yeah. hard uh, choice <laughs> to make. Yeah, you know, was, what I mean, there was a great. Uh, Th- Thomas Sewell had a great thing too. He posted recently on his Telegram. It was like. Um, there are Nazis trying to ban pedophilia and there are pedophiles trying to ban being a Nazi. It's like, that's <laughs> Which, your choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Exactly. Like, that's the box that they've created. Yeah. Honestly. No, no it is. Exactly. And oh. uh, no, they, again, they they uh, they did that. And in a way, well, uh, thank you for that. <laughs> Check out that. Here's uh, just one example, right? We're in, uh, we're in pride season here now, folks. Um, California high school teacher instructor, and this is high school. I mean, this is, but this kind of stuff. We, I mean, we have endless slew of them playing this to uh, middle school, first, first graders, right? Like all this crazy stuff. It's comparable uh, elsewhere. But here's just one of the latest videos that come out. Uh, a teacher is instructing students on how to get pleasure from anal sex to buy sex toys, and of course, it's Target, right? From Target. Here's the, here's the video here state is so you don't have to go inside the booty hole you can actually just push on the seam and that stimulates the prostate gland as well and that all they apparently really like that um but yeah so that's why for male and male anal sex is still very pleasurable because of the fact that it hits the it hits the prostate and there's a lot of nerve endings and your booty as well. Education, so, 2023. The G-spot, prostate, they're the equivalent to each other. But apparently, that's why if you ever see, like, I mean, Target has them now. Sex toys. See. If you go oh, to tar- Target. Oh, Target, coincidentally. How are, they're carrying these toys that uh, were... <laughs> so if you go to okay. Target and go where the tampons and pads are, oh, no. they have... They just look like a little box, but if you open up, the, there's like a Velcro front to the box. You open it up. And look, at, bam. look at how she's leading them. Like you go through the register, you know what I mean? Like leading them. Here's a step-by-step process how you buy this and how you get into this. It's this like just in total encouragement of this degenerate, disgusting behavior. You know, it, it's fucking yeah. unbelievable. She, she's literally, <sighs> here's why, here, here's the science behind why it feels good now here's the science on how to go do it to yourself yeah, exactly like, oh man they want you i mean and not that of course this is any kind of uh, vice or pleasurable thing quite the contrary but i'm saying they they have this idea that if we just kind of keep them slaves to their vices and stuck on this like there was these experiments made where like a, a mouse could just press a button to like receive you know neural like uh, pleasure essentially and again not that this has anything to do with that, but that's what they think that they think if we can just tie them to some gay behavior uh they will just like be in a in a in a loop and doing that over and over while we take control and they're completely lost you know what i mean well, that's that's exactly it. They're incur- like, look, when you're encouraged to engage in your your base urges, right? And, and it's under the guise of like, it's totally natural. It's yeah, totally it's normal. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. poop dick, well, then, no problem. There's a there's another not so subtle cue here, which is, well, it's okay to give in to your other base urges, like things like drugs or sloth or gluttony, like yeah. any of these things. Like, yeah. it's you know, it's just normal. It's natural. Yeah, just that you do feel what it. feels good. Uh, like that's yeah. their argument. You know what I mean? 
Exactly. Uh, and, and so this kind of like reverse thing where, you know, basically teaching you not to feel shame, you shouldn't feel shame about yeah. any of these things. And, uh, you know, shame is a very powerful motivator to do things that are oh, good. Yeah. There's a reason you feel it. Yeah. So or self-control, yeah, I mean, right? I mean, working on your pro and again, not that this don't even confuse on this. This is, I mean, horrific shit she's talking about here. But I'm saying again, they think that Oh, if we can just kind of lock them into some gay behavior that they get kind of pleasure from, they'll be addicted to it. And haha, we got them. Then they will like defend our side. We they will be one in the army of us, right? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's not going to work, of course. But the fact is that they're like taking the students by the hand and leading them through all this and guiding them through, uh, getting them onto the path of this stuff. I mean, I saw an article recently where they. Or was it how to stay safe when you're like huffing and puffing and snorting uh, various drugs and stuff like that? Or was just like, what the hell? Oh, is yeah. This? This, out of uh, there was a school in Vancouver that was handing out safe snorting kits to children like, as young as 15. Yeah. 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 Like, the, I can't imagine that. Like, the uh, journalist that covered this even said this. It's like when I was in school, we had like, you know, speakers come talk to us about the harms and, and you know, the, the problems with drugs and why you should stay away from drugs. Now they, they're just like, here's a snorting kit for yeah. when you do your drugs. Exactly. Like, what? Yeah, as long as this it's yeah, it's safe and clean or orderly, then it's fine, you know, kind of thing. That that that's the only organ they have. It, but no, it's it's they want you a slave to your to to your to your vices, completely hooked on just like whatever it is, uh, is endorphins or whatever it's called, right? Just like stimulants and uh, uh, whether it's drugs or sex, and and even to certain extent, you could argue that the same for just whether it's hetero uh, heterosexual sex, right? That it's like. Yeah promiscuity uh just go you know t what, are, what are they called tinder like all these apps now hookup apps yep. and stuff like that that's the culture now which is creating a a, a lonely uh depressed uh, uh disassociated individual that is completely a, a slave essentially to the uh the world that is to come you know i mean i th I, I think it's really it's a, it's a the the, the getting the pod and put on the vr headset stuff will be much more easily implemented if individuals are 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 empty in this kind of capacity if they've sold sold them sold their soul essentially whatever you call it to these kinds of degenerate things yeah, that, that's that's exactly what it is i mean we we just you know we had this little push over the month of may you know through the diagonal community we called it uh moratorium may and it was you know let's get away from because we all have these vices i mean even the even people that are doing you know um really well in terms of like you know they don't drink a lot or they don't smoke with like you know they're, they're not engaging in any drugs or porn or anything like that um you know there's still things that you can do so you know i i uh quit uh vaping here I, i've been a nicotine fiend for a long time i'm i'm off of uh the vape and onto gum and good uh nicotine gum which is a step in the right direction right like you yeah. know and, and so a, a lot of people took this to heart and the progress that people made and, and even the realizations people made because you know there's people that smoke weed or drink and you know i, I pose this question to them i, I basically asked them um you know sh well can should you quit and they're like no i can handle it and i was like well can you quit that's the real question is can you quit yeah maybe, maybe you're you're doing it in moderation but can you stop it and a lot of people found out that no they can't and uh the, the really but the sentiment behind that is exactly what, like look we all know these things they want you high they want you drunk they want you, uh, you know, addicted to porn, addicted to video games, even simpler things like addicted to uh, binge watching Netflix, binge exactly. watching yeah. YouTube, wh whatever it is, right? They want you to be addicted to these things. Uh, you're not dangerous to them whenever you are um, 
you know, metaphorically neutered yeah, by these things. Weak, so, overweight, fat, yeah. lonely, like you as uh, antisocial, right? All these things benefit them at the end of the day. Yeah. And ultimately, it's like, look, if you want to win this fight, we have to, we're the ones that are going to have to build it. We're the yeah. ones that are going to have to do these things. Yes. Nobody's going to do it for you. So if the people who are aware of what's going on and understand that we're in this situation aren't actively trying to uh, improve the situation, then we're, we're screwed. Yeah. So like it's it's on you guys, right? Like, you, so start with yourself and then, you know, do whatever. Uh, the next step to this is, you know, for, from the diagonal perspective is the, you know, the uh, fitness club, you know, get together, train, you know, tribe and train like this type of stuff. Right. There's other yeah. people, other groups that are doing this too. join them. Community build. Right. Yes. We, if, if we don't do this, no one else is going to. No, it's, it's up to if you want to see a resurgence of nationalism, it's on you. Yes. 100%. Like, it's that simple. Yep. 100 percent. Network, form groups, make friends, get to know people in your community, urge people to come to your community, you know, things like this. Build, build. Yeah. I think that you you just used the term that that was that was what got Jeremy so much trouble more than anything was this uh, he called it find your friends right the find right. your friends campaign yep. that that was more than anything that was what brought the state down on, exactly on oh, oh they're trying went from yeah it went from here's this online community of all these people who agree to let's let's form an actual you know yeah. network of people and now it's a, a national and international to an extent network of people who are all ideologically aligned and, and working towards common goals that's great that's very dangerous for them it is definitely it, it is because it's also offering up uh, an alternative and, and and offering something that i think we know at least if we're given enough time and enough good quality people and dedication uh, something that will actually work as opposed to what they're doing, you know what I mean? And you can't have them, uh, gl people glance over at that, like, what the hell are they doing? That seems to be working, you know what I mean? There can't, there can't be any alternatives here to to, uh, to defect into, essentially, uh, as they're taking really, down our society. Uh, a really great example of that is Aranya, right, in South Africa? Yeah. Like, it's, it's doing very well, and they really seem to not like that. Yep. Uh, I, nope. I, I, worry, I worry for them. I think they're going to on a long enough timeline, they're they're they they're not going to allow it to happen. So we'll see how that plays out. But I mean, you you can't help but admire what they've done. What and that achieved. and that still doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. With with all with everything no. that's hanging over your head, hundred percent, you should still do it. You must do it. <laughs> do not be yeah. frightened. Let don't let them bamboozle you. Uh, you know, you or us uh, into like thinking that it's not worth it or whatever. No, it's uh, we have to show. That it's them that are the aggressors. Them are stepping. They are stepping over the line. They are insane. They're the lunatics. You know what I mean? They're they're going after just normal, regular people uh, that that want to yeah. do things. That's well, for not even that. That's an issue. But it's well within our rights to do all these things. You know what I mean? But they're pretending that yeah. somehow this is terrorism. It's it's ludicrous. Yeah. Well, the, the very <laughs> if it, it's weird. If political distance wanted. Uh, take part in society, they're terrorists, and if they want to recluse from society, they're still terrorists, right? If, if right. I just want to leave and be left alone, and we'll build our own thing and just leave us out of your your madness, well, you're still a terrorist. So yeah. the the moral of the story there is they're going to call you a terrorist no matter what you do <laughs> if you if you try to stand up for what you believe in in any way whatsoever. Yeah, so. that's right. Uh, Mr. Wright over on uh, Odyssey, thank you. 1488 says shekels for some fresh butt plug batteries. Yeah, that's uh, definitely <laughs> in season. Thank you for that, sir. We uh, we appreciate it. We'll go right out and get, we'll get on that right away. Peggy Bear says support what you like, everyone. Uh, thank you. Cyfree says uh, uh, 
that what us does with US dollars, US dollar weaponized, you support USA or else sanctioned nations say F USA. Well, it's the BRICS thing, right? Thank you, Zyfri. Uh, Mr. Wright again says the rainbow symbol is hijacked from the Old Testament seal. There will never again be another global flood, rising earth of sin. Yeah, I always felt it's the um, the Noahide laws, right? If you look into that, which is kind of an interesting rabbit hole of sorts. We've talked about it a few times on the on the show. Uh, you, yes, you could argue it's it's a it's taking that and kind of co-opting that because wasn't that in the Bible? If I remember correctly, it's like it's flood happens after all the Sodom and Gomorrah stuff, right? Essentially. It's been corrupt, right? So the, the rainbow to show the, what was it, some covenant or whatever. Yeah, the never again will be another global flood. Well, it better be a, uh, better be a big fire or something because <laughs> this is not working. But anyway, no, they, they, they take those things and they pervert them. They take them for their own. Uh, and I've always seen that like there's definitely not a coincidence that like if you look up Noahide laws and all the things that they want you under, that very much kind of fits into what they're doing with the LGBT stuff. And, and again, think of that. The, as you said before, you opened with the international kind of scale and effort of all of this stuff that it's happening in multiple countries at the same time this is it's the it's essentially a religion for uh, the the for the globe right yeah i i think it's you know i i heard this uh from a, a pastor at this event that i went to uh with josh alexander and uh, I, I it was very interesting i never heard somebody put it this way uh, he said what the previous generation tolerates the current generation will celebrate yeah. And I, I think that's very true. You know, we've yeah. gone from toler tolerance to celebration really quickly, but I think it's even further. I, I would add another step to that. It's like what the what the generation that celebrates something will lead to a generation that worships something. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing. This new generation, they don't just celebrate it. They worship it. It's, you know, speaking against it is blasphemy. It is it's blasphemy. not just yep. that. It's, yeah. Yep. It's so a religion. It, it's a cult. Yeah. Uh, let me play this clip here. This is uh, you linked us up to in uh, over in Quebec, right? The Quebec City Museum of Civilization. Uh, they have a new, yeah. I guess, display or something. Love, love me gender. <laughs> is that what it, this, this thing was? It's a uh, LGBTQIA2S plus exhibit. Uh, check this out, folks. And of course, they have to show this guy's penis too, because because there's probably kids there, so you know that, that you know they have to do that. Yeah, there absolutely was uh, a, a bunch of children there. You can see some of them there. <laughs> and and, and it, it's this, but what what is it? I mean, you you have this kind of like the drag queen stuff too. It's just a bunch of people that dress up that show up, and then they just like flail around a little bit to music, and everyone's cheering like what. What are you actually doing here? Like you're just, I'm me and I'm here. <laughs> Celebrate me. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, oh that, my God. that's exactly. I mean, this is uh, the other thing that I thought was interesting about this was that it. Uh, I, I forget how it was worded, but it included white privilege. So it's like embracing, you know, uh, non-binary gender and uh, casting off white privilege, something like that. It's like what? What? Wait! Wait a second! What does that have to do with anything? And obviously, I mean, I'm I'm asking that rhetorically right. because yeah. it's all interlinked. Yeah. Um, but again, like this is why one why are children allowed at this? I don't understand. Yeah. Um, if that if that if this happened on the street, that guy could be arrested, lewd conduct. Yeah. Um, it's, it's something that's been uh, pushed pushed by some people saying 
um, the correct response to these kinds of events is not going, uh, you know, and protesting. It's going to the police and saying, like, that's literally lewd conduct. It fits the definition of yeah. lewd conduct or, yeah. you know, um, I, 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 there's another term that you can use for it, too. Like, and it, it'll depend on the country. But like that, that literally was a crime that he just committed that yep. he could be arrested for. Yep. The problem is that obviously the, the police are part of the, you know, the, the gay agenda themselves in Calgary. Yeah. They've been weaponized that like, the, you know, you saw earlier, they're arresting protesters. You're not allowed to protest a pride, uh, a, sorry, not a pride, a, a drag event within a hundred meters mm-hmm. in Calgary. That's what our mayor has done. She's weaponized the police. So if you went to the police, they would just, you know, they don't care. No, they don't No, They, they're they actually back yeah, all I, it up. I think, ultimately it's like you know we saw earlier with the video from germany um you people are made for each other the police want to you know enforce the state's global homo you know uh, nonsense then you know have fun with antifa whenever they're not happy enough because you didn't suck enough tranny dicks right like you know <laughs> yeah like, you, you, this the, you're made for each other have fun go nuts that's like, it you know? exactly so yeah so i feel sometimes just just you know, the Homer Simpson just sink back into that uh, you know shrub <laughs> a little bit, or the, <laughs> and just yeah, disappear exactly. and just let them have at it because that's coming at some point. So I wanted to actually let me do a couple of these real quick here, so I don't end up too much behind. Night Nation Review says the anti-white neo Bolsheviks are a radical, hostile force, and so nothing defensive will successfully push back on their garbage. Um, yeah, so nothing defense. Uh, defense. No, exactly in terms of defensiveness. Uh, I think you're saying. Absolutely. Um, there are ways. There, there are ways uh, which I think that, that it's going to reveal it. I'll get into that a little bit here in a, in a moment in terms of like there's a, cr- a cringe opposition building, but then I think there's ultimately, hopefully, this it's the start of something good in terms of like actually opposing this, right? Uh, a couple from Syafree here. The friend, the narrative, uh, framing cost dollars. Wonder who is financing the framing. China, Russian Eskimos. I think you're talking about the Smurf. Savory. Wonder who's the most afraid of Nazis. Need fear to keep the victimization Nazis franchise alive. Not many Holocaust survivors left. Need more Nazi movies. Yeah, that you can always wheel out the Nazi card. It will always. Well, I, again, I, the point I was making is it's starting to kind of wane a little bit. But as long as they can use it, they will for sure. Uh, Glenn the Chinaman says, "Reminder, uh, remind them what books the bad guys were burning." Well, that's that classic, right? You see leftists who just like 90 years ago today, the Nazis were burning books, and I and I'm seeing, you know, now Twitter, you can actually use it for that, right? You, people are like, "Huh, really? What kind of books? <laughs> Tell me more about what." <laughs> yeah. There's been there's been some very funny community notes, you know, almost like it almost turns into a meme itself, right? The way people people are a bit very creative at using the community notes to like. They're doing it purposefully. They're they're basically you know putting putting the ball on the tee for you know somebody to just knock out of the park with the community notes, and they've been used very effectively. You know, with yeah. the, the Mormons, I can't believe all those Mormons oh, yeah. that was were great. in government. Yep, you know that's that's a beautiful way to use it. That was fantastic. And, um, well, well played, yeah. whoever did that. Exactly. No, no, no. We'll correct you here. That actually turns out they're old. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here, uh, so here's. Uh, just a little bit of a, a train of thought here. I target pull some Pride Month items after a customer backlash. Okay, you know, that's good. Corporate uh, America's commitment to Pride Month under scrutiny, Axios report on, which is like, okay, finally, are we seeing, you know, some kind of pushback? Um, this one I didn't look into uh, too much. Anti-woke movement finds itself an investment vehicle. And apparently some, it's some company out there. You know, people talk about, some people say parallel economy, some say perpendicular. Uh, perpendicular. This might not be it kind of thing, but I'm just bringing this up because you're seeing there's murmurs of these things now. Like we need uh, other things entirely. Like we need 
we need um uh, and again, this might not be a long-term solution, but I'm saying is, uh, and and maybe even the company is not they're not based or anything like that. That's not what I'm trying to say either. Potentially, they, if there are, great. But I'm saying you're at least seeing that there's like an awakening of people, like okay, like we're done, we're like normie, cons- con- you know, corporate world. We need our own vehicles to kind of move forward, and that's good. It's beginning. The wheels are beginning to move in this direction, and this is not going to be. Uh, the thing that fixes everything, uh, obviously, but it's it's the idea that there's a willingness to create something new and something that's outside of the of the global homo kind of paradigm, which is good. So they're talking about something called the Column Column Buyer Acquisition Corporation. Earlier this year, agreed to merge with Public Square, an online marketplace for companies in what calls the Patriot Economy. And there's some there's some cringe things kind of associated with that, but I still think the the, the the tendency for that it's something good you know what I mean the, the, it shows that there's a willingness of people saying okay all right we're done with this we're doing something on our own we're creating something uh, outside of that is is there are there are there grifters that show up when it's like you know what I mean uh, whatever new woke sh- shit shows up there's yes there of course there are people that jump on that and say hey we can do our own coffee or we can you know what I mean and and again that's that's good I think I think it's good that they're doing that yeah. Um, because we ultimately we need more of that kind of stuff. We just need our own our own stuff, <laughs> our own things outside yeah, to, of all of this. You know, to a certain extent, it's like uh, even like I I get what you mean. We say grifter. It's like even like I don't care if they are. To a certain extent, it's like if somebody comes in here and they, they come in with a good idea that's about you know create. I like that term too. Uh, perpendicular economy. I, I like yeah, that. It, yeah. That was a user on your show that yep. came up with that. Yep. Right? Like, good yeah. good term that, for that sure. Good way of, of phrasing it, but. Um, even if somebody is going to capitalize on it, like what's the difference? No, like, you're it, exactly. No. Cap- you're you're already being capitalized on. Why would you be upset that somebody's going to? Even if they do get rich, like good, it, they got they got rich doing something good. Like why why would you be mad at that? Right. Yeah. Those types of things don't bother me. Right. Uh, no. What, the only like, I, I totally agree. The the thing that bo- would potentially bother me with it is that a good energy moving in a certain direction was de- what's was hijacked i guess so of of like yeah, sure. of someone or something that wasn't like taking it to its uh to its ne- ne- point of necessity if that's the right term in order for us to break truly away from it you know what i mean and it's the same thing i thought i, I saw the the Matt Walsh and you know other people in this that kind of sphere talking about those kinds of things there's like we need you know kind of like the you know what happened to the Coca-Cola of the 1990s, or you know things like that. And my point is, has been like, well, that was that, that's that's not good enough. They were still look at all the things that were pushing back then with like multi. Fuck Coca-Cola did like you know multicultural promotion ads back in the 70s, right? We all joined around yeah. the Coca-Cola kind of thing. And my point was like, okay, oh, the, this was a good American brand, you know, kind of thing. It's like, okay, okay, sure, but really, was it though? Like this is not good enough, no. you know. Yeah, obviously things can be, but yeah, I, I, there's this uh, tendency on even the the dissident right, I, especially in the dissident right, sorry, to like lash out against people that are trying to do good things because it's it benefits them. Right? No, I, that's I, not I the reason. No, that no, that's not the reason at all. I don't exactly. I agree, I agree with you in terms yeah. of what you're saying. No, it's not the. It's like, like for example, I, I I wish and I would advise this like. You know, go Western Warrior is I think it's my favorite weekly podcast. Like go go get a membership, guys. Like if if you like this show, please go support them because you know, I, I wish I hope you guys could hire more people and grow as, as we a need company, to, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Why, why, this 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 purity spiraling over like, well, somebody's you know earning a living or making money. It's like well, yeah, you're gonna need people that are doing that. 
Oh, like 100%. You, you need people that are doing those things to fight this battle. So, like, yeah, you're going to have to support people if you want to win. Guys. Yeah, like, man, I, I, exactly. I, I mean, no, we need the, – the, there's uh, – I, I know what you're saying. There's, like, this kind of – uh, victim slash poverty thing. I, I'm seeing less of that these yeah. days, to be honest. But like, so, oh my, yeah. you know, like you, man, we need we need tons of resource means resources. We need investors, people to come in actually doing yeah. shit, so we can like actually, you know, lift, lift off. What do you call it? Like launch, I guess. Like really, actually do something that uh, that offers uh, an alternative kind of thing, right? So the, yeah. So what, yeah. my point is, what I feel about this is the. It's it's so it's so out of my wheelhouse in one way that I almost like forget what was the the thing. Uh, oh, let's go, Brandon. That's right. That was the thing, right? I was saying fuck Brandon the other day, but it was let's go, Brandon. That's right. And and it's this. It's not quite that you're jumping uh, uh, from the fire into the frying pan, but there's this there's this boomer normie con uh, maga you know kind of person that thinks that. As long as they do that, then they're like, "Oh, I escaped the, I escaped the woke madness, and now I'm out of that, and we're doing cool, cool stuff here." But it's still kind of like, yeah. "Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not strong enough." You know what I mean? It's fun. I'm not saying people have fun with it. That's great. You know what I mean? But this is classic, right? The immediately after that when that happened, let's go, Brandon. It was like, yeah, uh, something was topping the Apple charts right away, right? The song, and it was like some the, the, the boomers can turn into some rap, you know, kind of thing of like, oh great, you know, oh fuck Joe Biden, you know, kind of thing. And the same thing happened. And my point is a little bit, it, it's it's kind of cringe sometimes with what conservative does, right? So the same thing here happened with Target. I just want to play a little slice from it, and it's just it's just not my it's not my uh, uh, cup of tea, as the British say. Uh, I'm not gonna totally, you know, kind of come down on it, but it's like, oh, really, is this is this all? We gotta have a lot more than this, you know what I mean? In terms of the Target thing, so this was a, I, I think it was just called like a, a boycott Target or something like that. I forget it was a, it was a, a hip hop group, right? Uh, that showed up to again capitalize on like the moment or the movement around like the anti-target stuff like finally they're pushing back against the lgbt stuff but look at what you're getting let's play a little bit of it here We got we got one verse in and we got a chorus. I think that's it, right? So, do, do you see I, I do you see it. what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I this see is exactly not good enough, that. guys. Back to the drawing board, please. <laughs> was one guy, Just one wave guy the American was, yeah, flag this... and I was like, yeah, that's right. We want the old Target back. Like, no, fuck Target. The whole thing. <laughs> we need further yeah, back. Exactly. Um, and, th and then the fact this is a little different here, but I just want to show it real quick too. The fact that it's it's hip hop that ca caught on. I, I just want to show this and remind people a little bit. Like, hip hop in and of itself had been seen as a as a weaponization effort against white, you know, traditional culture essentially and 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 people. Right? Uh, here's a story out of I forget it was Germany here, right? 
Immigrants are using rap to challenge Europe's outdated ideals of racial and ethnic identity. By challenge, they mean erase millennia of European identity to accommodate them. Multiculturalism pits identities against each other, leaving nobody happy nor, uh, or with a sense of home. And the article they uh, link up here is... From its birth 50 years ago, hip-hop has spread throughout Europe and challenged outdated, I'd say America, America too, and Canada, outdated ideals of racial ethnic identity. This is some uh, uh, rapper in Germany here. Do you see what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. this is not this is not our stuff. You know what I mean? Like the, the, the boycott oh, uh, Target and just like have some hood version of this. You know, it's just like, all right, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah, I absolutely get what you mean. And, um, I see this all the time. I, I, I could, you know, like I said, I it was just in a high school today, and it's just like what this this hip hop culture, the yes. effect that it has on 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 people. It's like you, you're just. I don't even know the right way to explain this. It's it's not a positive one though. No, you, even, no. even I don't I don't appreciate the music either. Like I've no. never been a, a big. There's some there's it. some rap songs that are all right, but I mean for the most part, I I, I really despise the genre, especially the modern version of the genre is even worse. But um yeah uh this this is nonsense yeah um, it, it, it kind of reminds me too of um like it's it, it, people want to cling to something and I, I don't think they they understand what they're trying to cling to it's like what they, what they really want is to cling to is a sense of nationalism like that's what they really want it's what people are craving what they're looking for and so in, in Canada we like it's, it's funny you brought up the you know let's go Brandon you know fuck Joe Biden thing um there's a recent trend here where people are doing they're called fuck Trudeau parties in parking lots, like in, in you know, Canadian Tire, which is like a kind of like a target, um, you know, parking lots. They're doing these fuck Trudeau parties like it's achieving something. And it's like, I, I don't think you guys understand what you're really craving here. It's a sense of. Yeah, I did notice this. Earlier. What is that? What is that? Uh, holy moly. Yeah. Look at the, Will you look at. <laughs> Well, you look at that. There we go. See, this is this is what I'm talking about, folks. This is not uh, yeah. it's not good enough. <laughs> Very, no thanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, holy smokes. All right, we'll reset that. Can we get an early life check on that? Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just saw it quickly yeah. in passing on one of the Telegram channels, and they pulled out some lines from there. And it's just like, oh, you know, this is this is what we need right now. And I was just like, wait, wait a minute, what channel channel is this? <laughs> I'm not sure. They, you know, Trump on the shirt and stuff, and like. I don't know. It's just so it's normie con. I would say think big, bigger, think further. Obvious, and, I, and I'm not yeah. talking to you know the audience here. I know you guys get this, but there's a, what I'm saying is there's an opportunity here with with the pushback, right? But it's so easy to just fall back into something which is more of the same. It's just it's just another version of it or another flavor of the same thing. But it's but it's really not much different. This is this is not, uh, you know, our, our stuff. This is not our culture. Uh, these things have been used as a weapon against us. And then you just put Patriot on your shirt, USA, and you're ready to go. Number one on the Apple tunes chart because a bunch of conservative mega boomers, they buy it and support it because this is the only thing they know and think is, a, is an option, you know, and they can prove that they're not racists at the same time. And you know, what I mean, it's like, oh, come on, you know, <laughs> it's like, uh, consumer nationalism like yeah corporate like you know like yeah. what is this this is yeah like you know memes are funny whenever people start monetizing memes or like you know uh like just movements like that like yeah i get what you're saying this is this is the exact opposite of what is they're not doing anything to benefit 
um, you know, a movement. They're doing it to capitalize. It's, derail it's derailing it. It's it's to take yeah. a, a genuine, I think, good energy that's there to actually finally push back against this and just switching. What's the what's the term I'm looking for? Just a switcheroo. <laughs> it's just like a, yeah, the just, old, uh, bait and switch. Bait and bait switch. Bait. Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's it. Um, so, so you know, again, there, there are small, small victories here, which, which is, you know, we'll, we'll take that. Navy removes Pride Month posts amid right-wing backlash. NASCAR Major League Baseball also targeted. And my point that was is sometimes, and I think you were alluding to this earlier, but it, sometimes it almost feels like they've, they've taken us 20 steps forward so fast that, like, how can it not spur a, 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 a backlash? But then what they'll do is they'll take you back, as the usual MO goes, five steps, and people think, there, see there, we're, do we're done, we're out of it, we made it, kind of thing. Now we just fall back to, like, normal open borders, normal uh, you know, cultural Marxism, normal uh, undermining of the, the nuclear family and traditional cultures and, and things like this. And, um, no, my theme of the show is not good enough. Think bigger, further. <laughs> that's, my, that's my comment, you know? Agreed, yeah, 100%. It's... Like we we need basically what we need to do is what the left has done uh, over the last you know you know 40, 50 years, but really the la the last twenty years they've accelerated it, which is like they're gonna they don't care, they don't try to negotiate with you, they don't try to like they're they're not trying to do it slowly. No compromise. They run it's not as a compromise. Fast as they can in yes. the opposite direction, yeah. And then they they refuse to budge. They refuse to move back until yeah. slowly everything shifted. The ratchet theory, right? The ratchet yeah. theory of politics. We need a reverse ratchet theory where it's like, okay, on these, you know, the, a good one, I think, as a good starting point for most conservatives, you know, whether they're actual dissident or like normie conservative, you know, boomer cons is the trans stuff. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants this. Even some, even some liberals and, and like left leaning people are like, this is a bit much, right? Exactly. You against yeah. boomer. Yes. Like, you know what I like, mean? Yeah. So here's one where you you hold your ground, you refuse to budge, and you start pushing in the opposite direction. And then whenever you win, you don't stop and say, "Don't stop." Well, okay, this is good enough. You keep marching you in the must. opposite direction. We must. You, you use that. Yeah. Yes. Like like a, a momentum, right? Yeah. Like you're not going to stop whenever you hit a certain point. You're just going to keep going. Yeah. And um, yeah, because yeah, it's, it's I've made that point a few times, but it's like it's almost like this. The left, and again, that's, you can have a, a lot of other labels for it, but just for simplicity's sake, the, the, the left have done so much damage over the last few decades, as you said, and they almost they have this idea that it's like if they if they enforce the change in society or in culture, then it's like oh you you can't change it back now. Like no, that's progress. Yeah. Oh, they're trying to take us backward by like opposing all the damage that we've done on society over the de decades, and it's like. Yeah, we are, we're going to take it back and we're going to reverse it way further back than what you even can comprehend at this point. It's not some like, they, they try to hoodwink you, a Jedi mind trick you into thinking that it's like, well, haha, we got the, the ball in the hole and so it's un undoable now. We can, you can never change it. And, and my point has always been with like a lot of conservatives and stuff, like look at the entire picture of all the damage that was done from the decades. We must reverse the damage that was make, made. Obviously, it's not this like just just stopping it is good enough, and then there, haha, we got them. No, all that shit needs to be like redone, and we have to. If they have to be strong enough, we have to. We have to have the momentum. We have to have uh, the courage. We have to have uh, of sorts. We have to have the. It's the wording here I'm looking for. We have to have. Someone has described it. We have to take that part of us that might feel at some point that is like uh, uh, sympathy for the other side. 
uh, in yeah. our hearts that 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 has to be cut out of us so that we can actually r- rightly restore to reverse the damage that have been done to our nations. That's that's well, the best way to put it. Yeah, they're not going to show you. They have they're, shown you no sympathy, no, sympathy, no empathy. No. Like they have no, uh, you know, regrets about what they've done to you and your family and your communities and your people. So why should you have any regrets about you know marching in the other direction? Exactly. You again, shouldn't. dude, it's just again radical normalcy. Just start be just start being normal and being militant about it and pushing in the opposite direction. That's it's that's all it takes. Yeah. I think really. Yep. Um, exactly and and again too there's this like you kind of alluded to it earlier like the the more you do things that are just uh normal wholesome healthy righteous just normal that they will uh start labeling those things as far-right extremist nazi whatever they'll they'll insert their pejorative and the more people will start looking at this and going well these people are are wholesome healthy happy healthy you know um they're 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 really seem to have it together and your side is on drugs. You're deranged. You're cutting your dicks off. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you know, you're, you're engaging in every vice known to man. Yeah. And you're like, you're, you're dying. The, fa- the like, fact that it's taken this long for that coin to drop, collectively speaking, for our, our population, it just shows you the, the incredible psyop and, and, and mind control effort that this has been to, for us to allow it this long, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, I think that's the the real question is I, th- I think the, the backlash eventually is inevitable. It's a matter of yeah. time and how many of us are left before we decide to actually do something about it. So and I've seen um, don't let uh, people out there don't let like the, some of these conservatives. I've seen that. Oh, they talk that they fear the backlash. I'm more concerned with with, with the inevitable, um, you know, response to these crazy things. And it's like. No, we need a strong response to these things. That's the only thing that's going to take us out of it. Otherwise, we'll just we'll just do the same thing over and over again. Like they will not stop. They they will not stop until you're gone. And you have to understand that that's the game uh, that we're in right now. Whether we we didn't start this, we didn't initiate this. You know what I mean? They they've gone to war with us, and they're seeking they're seeking their final kind of version of this as they see it. And if we don't stand up for ourselves, we don't defend ourselves, and also redo some of this, uh, yeah, we, there won't be a, a civilization for us to live in anymore. We, we won't even have our people here, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Let me see what I think we're going to start ra- uh, wrapping up right there. I'm going to get a couple more here. Zyofree says, uh, besides snorting kit, speaking of our earlier story there, uh, they should provide a gun in case you're getting into a drug ripoff situation. Yeah. Uh, or, they, or they can just do in case you want to shoot yourself, right? Uh, Canada is big on the made maids thing right now. Medically assisted yeah. suicide, right? That's the big thing. To just kill. Yeah, oh, you're sick. Um, me- <laughs> medical assistance in dying, or in oh, in dying. That's dying. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, in, not yeah, suicide. and you can be. You know, it's, it's available. It doesn't matter. You, if you're depressed, then you could qualify. Like, there's all kinds of. It's crazy the conditions that can qualify you for it. I yeah. mean, obviously, the the big one there that was covered very widely was the veteran who asked for a uh, electric a staircase. stair lift. Stair lift. That's a right. Stair yeah. Lift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You know, so that they could have about killing yourself. <laughs> yeah. And they offered them suicide. And that's happened. Uh, we know that's happened to I think uh, it was half a dozen veterans were offered that. Yeah. The, the government has said that it was only like, you know, one. It was an isolated incident. But no. uh, a vet- Veterans for Freedom, which is a, you know, a, a really good organization that's operating. that has been operating in Canada for over a year now. 
um, you know, that, that pushes all, all the kinds of uh, talking points that we've been talking about, you know, community building and, and you know, working in your local, you know, your local networks and, and food security and, and uh, all these things. Um, they, they've had at least six come to them and confirm that they were offered uh, suicide for, you know, minor conditions. Oh, my God. I mean, it's and crazy. It, think about it, too. Now, like I just read a story the other day here of how they're going to offer Irish dairy farmers to kill their cows for like 300 uh, euros. Uh, sorry, 3000 euros per cow or something like that. They're paying us to like dismantle our entire the, how we sustain how we feed ourselves everything they're, they i mean not that they're paying you to die well no wait a minute wasn't there something though that if you do it they, they will step in and help your family or I, I, maybe i'm misremembering that but i yeah. thought it was something like that that they essentially they were like if we can kill you sure we'll help some of your family or to that effect right yeah i i couldn't believe i mean the the, the ireland thing it's like the, yeah it, it uh, i think you mentioned this on uh, western warrior or was it uh yesterday it's the john Kerry thing right and the, it, basically it's like we have to stop producing food or we're all gonna die yeah. so, like, <laughs> they not see the irony of, of what they just said or the hypocrisy of what they just said like I, I don't get how people don't just see at face value that they're insane yeah and the the irish thing is yeah that that's wild um I, my first reaction to that was I don't understand. Three, it was three thousand euros per cow. Is that? What I, I think the, if it? I remember the exact numbers correctly, yeah, it was something like that. I, I don't. I, I guess that's the value of the cow then, and, and the revenue lost from production because it's like, I, how could it cost that much to cull a cow? Like they they do it for you know a seven cents here with a twenty two long rifle bullet. Like no, what do you mean? this is <laughs> this is so that you will comply that you at least short term feel yeah. okay, look at how much money I'll get by killing off all my cows, but then also signing a contract that says I will I will not do this again essentially. You know what I mean? They're they're like yeah. they're paying them off to shut down food production in our countries now. The second thing that hit me right away with that, especially Ireland, uh, I mean you can draw the comparisons to the Netherlands, but with Ireland they have a plan to uh, essentially double their population by 2040. Like that's their immigration targets, right? Like it, it's insane. And they're flooded right now. Targets. Yeah, they're, they're, they're yeah, it, like wild. Yeah. And so while you're doing that, you're telling farmers to kill their 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 cows, their milk producers. Yeah. Like that is, I, I don't understand what the plan is here. I I don't know if there is total, a plan, but total chaos. That's the plan. Yeah. You, you want to destroy the the food industry or the agricultural industry as you're doubling your population that's what what what's your plan here i don't think there is one oh my god or, or as you said the, the plan is chaos and death and destruction and just anarchy right yeah yeah no, that's what it feels like you bring bring about total total chaos and then later on you can come in and you know sweep up the remains and uh, and rebuild it's, it's that's why they call it the great reset right <laughs> it's just reset everything you can't have you can't you gotta break a few eggs to have their omelet uh archie over on odyssey says uh, if elon fire his new business marketing manager then red eyes can offer her a job i hear that uh, our team made an offer to tucker after fox fired them so who was I th was that the um, was that the woman after this little uh, we, we didn't cover it there, but uh, was that after the whole uh, what is a woman uh, debacle that happened on Twitter and there was someone in there apparently that had labeled uh, Matt Walsh's tweet as hate speech or something like that. Um, I'm not, I'm not super familiar with this story, so okay, yeah. Tw Twitter drama boosts what is a woman. 
the, so the Daily Wire crew that got together did some uh, spaces yesterday. They had they they were supposed to live stream or play, I guess, or make available this what is a woman documentary on Twitter for 24 hours, and they had signed some deal with Twitter. And then last thing they revoked that, and then uh, the the tweets that they made about this was labeled uh, you know hate speech, and so they were limited. No one can see it. Blah blah blah. And then Elon came out and said, "Oh, this is all a mistake. This was meant to happen." Apparently, he fired somebody. I'm not sure that's what you mean, Archie, but he did. Fi- I think he fired some some head head woman there. So obviously, she was awful, uh, Archie. If that's what you, <laughs> I assume you're making making jokes of it, but uh, it, it was kind of interesting yeah. there. I know also that we didn't play that today either, but. Um, Someone who's close to Tucker, speaking of that, with the Twitter thing now, what they're doing as an option and what, and, and, and no, Twitter's not ideal. I don't trust Elon, but with all those things out of the way, he was going to create something called X video. Everything is X with this guy, right? X video to be a competitor against uh, or with YouTube. And apparently, t- I, yeah, go ahead. So, sorry, it's just a, it's such a terrible name. It's that horrible. Sounds like a por- horrible. It sounds like a por- I'm pretty sure that, that must <laughs> yeah, exactly. be a porn site. Like, I didn't what think you- of that. That's funny. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm, everything. He, the Everything app is going to be the X app, right? It's SpaceX. It's but whatever. And a Tesla will probably be X too at some point. But anyway, whatever. He named his kid X something. Um, X X video. Yeah, great. Uh, and Tucker is going to have some special like access or like to this or do it first. I'm not sure if this friend of Tucker that said this on uh, Newsmax or whatever there was, uh, he said this. Uh, if he's making this up or, or lying, but apparently that's that's what he said, and some people were were excited about it. So we'll see what happens. Uh, there's been some good and some bad, as we said before, with uh, with the the, t- the takeover. But this new appointee of the Twitter CEO, that's been horrible. I mean, that's 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 awful. Uh, yeah, this World Economic sure. Forum woman. So, yeah, I'm not sure Linda what. Yacrino? Yeah, Linda Yacrino. I don't know where to place uh, Musk. At the end of the day, I just like what. It's he's supposed to have high IQ. How can he not see any of these things? And despite the fact that he's like fired as far as i understand it almost thousands of people at twitter it still keeps happening there's a bunch of these shit libs in there that keep like banning people they're blocking content stuff is he just not aware i know he's running like a space missions and a car company as well so he has some things on his plate i understand that uh but he has taken a special interest to uh twitter especially after paying 44 billion for it so you'd think he'd kind of yeah. clean some of those things up but i guess it just shows you how deeply rooted and infested this parasitical class into is into it literally everything yeah, I think some people drew uh, uh, comparisons to like Trump, right? So like even if you gave Trump the benefit of the doubt and you said that all of in- his intentions were good, you know, like you're you're trying to change a beast system from within and like that's virtually impossible. Like it, it doesn't matter how many good people you think you have around you. Eventually these, you know, parasites, they'll weasel their way into your, you know, uh, your outer circle and then into your inner circle and they'll start undermining you. So who yeah. knows what happened with Musk? Like, I, I don't yeah. know where Musk is. Uh, like I said, I think he's chaotic. Good. I think he's, he's an agent of chaos, but uh, that's largely good for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, exactly. Like, I mean, he's not perfect, but no, uh, no, so far short term, uh, net positive for sure. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today, Alex. I appreciate it. Uh, where can yeah, people catch your stuff? Good. Give us some uh, plugs for your uh, channels and, and whatnot. Yeah, you can uh, find, I mean, they're right there on the screen. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, either uh, uh, t.me forward slash the ferryman's toll or on Twitter at uh, ferryman4747. And uh, I mean, I'm also on, uh, I've been doing some streams on Rumble and 
YouTube. I'm banned right now from YouTube, or I have a little suspension going on. But uh, YouTube and uh, Entropy, I also stream on there. Or sorry, uh, Rumble and Entropy, I stream on there. So. Yep, perfect. Links down below in lower third there, guys. Follow him there. A lot of good memes, a lot of good, uh, good uh, stuff. So the Telegram Telegram channel, we share stuff from that uh, often. So good job, Alex. Thank you so much for uh, coming on, guest hosting today. We appreciate you. Uh, have a great weekend and uh, keep up the good keep up the good work. You as well. And yeah, I, I can't say enough. Uh, like I said, you you may not believe Western Warrior. It's it's the most highly produced uh, <laughs> dissident kind of uh, weekly podcast there is. I think it's the best one I've come across. So. It, I, to me, it's it's worth it. You know, support Red Ice. Thank go you. Go get a membership. The, the interviews as well. The interviews have been great. Uh, oh, and more of those are coming, by the way, too. Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More of those are coming. It's yeah. uh, way, way much more of that in the pipeline as well. But yeah, thank you, Alex. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for uh, giving us a little plug here at the end. But uh, awesome. Thank you so much, Alex. We'll uh, we'll stay in touch. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. All right. Thanks. See you guys later. Thank you. Bye. All right. So just uh, wrap up real quick here, as as Alex said. Uh, if you want to get a hold of a membership, let's do a little plug here at the end. RedAssMembers.com, you can get it there. You can also, of course, get it at Subscribestar or at Odyssey. Uh, whatever you prefer, whatever is easiest for you. Uh, and, of course, we have our executive producers as well. Let's give a little shout-out to those guys today. T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, Resin Revolt, Good Luck Lap, Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, no one Jeebs, President Ubunga, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Dillbob, we also have Last Place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, and JP. Thank you to our producers as well, Mr. Walker696, Yuan Son, Leroy Dumond, Snark Pop, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Urinu, Obadiah Hexwell, Single Action Army, and George Porsche. I think we have uh, two new ones there I saw as well, so we're going to get you guys into the rotation. I do apologize if you're not in there yet. We'll try to get that as soon as possible. Uh, so yeah, thank you guys. We appreciate you. We did uh, hire an editor because of you guys, uh, especially thanks to our executive producers. If you want to help Red Eyes grow, definitely consider getting one of those tiers. And of course, if you uh, don't, or for whatever reason uh, is unable, you can always guess, just get a membership as well. Check out uh, the latest shows right up on RedEyesMembers.com uh, right now as well. So thank you guys. We appreciate all of you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you to Alex once more again. We'll be back here then more with more over the weekend. RedEyesMembers.com, Western Warrior is up up next. Thank you to everyone who joined us in the uh, chats as well. Take it, take it easy, guys. We'll see you. Uh, man, I'd say AC stopped working in here, and my brain towards the end of the show is just like fried. It's like probably 80 degrees in here right now. So <laughs> that's why I can get a, a coherent sentence out. That's what I'm going to do over the weekend. I'm going to try to get that fixed. But anyway, thank you, guys. We appreciate all of you. We'll see you guys later. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to RedIceMembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at Subscribestar.com forward slash RedIce. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.